There are more ways to celebrate than ever before at the Jeep Celebration event. Hurry in for great deals today on the only brand that lets you go anywhere and do anything. And now financing get $2,500 total cash allowance on the purchase of a 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokee WK Laredo 4x4. Don't miss this great offer. Hurry into the Jeep Celebration event today. Financing for qualified buyers to Chrysler Capital. Not all buyers will qualify. Residency restrictions apply. Must take retail delivery by 5-2-22. Jeep is a registered trademark. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. I think the development of full artificial intelligence will spell the end of the human race. It's a flying object, and we don't know what it is. I would hope somebody is checking it out. I'm glad the Pentagon is looking at this, because if it poses a threat, I want them on top of it. Well, the craft generates its own gravitational field. The internet has become the command center for criminals and terrorists. That's that's what we're instructed to say. Roswell, Area 51, alien kept deep under the ground. Troubled Minds Radio. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and I'm here with my good friend, our good friend, Derek the Night Stalker from Massachusetts, and we'd like to say hello to all of you who may also have troubled minds. What's going on, guys? It is Wednesday night, hump day, and we are doing the things we always do. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific. 
Troubled Minds comes at you. And what is it we do? Well, we talk about all the things you're not allowed to talk about, right? You can't talk about aliens around the water cooler. You'll get fired. HR will call you up to the office faster than you can say WTF just happened. I just wanted to talk about aliens from Alpha Centauri. Is that so wrong? Well, that is what we do. We talk about uh, all those things we can't talk about, including, of course, aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle propaganda and the general feeling that we live in the upside down as always we're doing this live to include you because we're streaming on rockfin youtube d live and twitter we are broadcasting live on the fringe fm and taking your phone calls now, I, I always say this i don't have any uh, inside sources or any of the rest of that i'm just reading propaganda news cycles in in a disgusted manner just like you are and trying to figure things out and uh, as i always say this is not the answer show it's the question show and what that means is that uh, the secret weapon of trouble mind is you we ask some questions we sort of get the conversation going and um you guys call in and talk and uh so we're going to start there and if you want to be part of the show tonight 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 and we'll put you on the show it's as easy as that you can talk to myself you can talk to the night stalker and etc so on real quick before we say hi to him two things real fast please also join the discord at troubledminds.org click the discord link the phone number is also on top you can't miss it of the website there uh, and also join the uh, fringe discord at fringe.fm slash chat that will give you a direct invite and uh, I'm watching both those places I'm watching all the chat and all the all the areas and trying to keep up with you guys and all your thoughts. And uh, no, I'm not an alien or a robot. I just try really hard. And uh, there you go. One final thing. Please download the Fringe app. And of course, uh, you can find it at Android or the Apple uh, app stores. Completely free. And it's the easiest way to listen to Troubled Minds. Just fire up the uh, the app at exactly 7, uh, 7 p.m. Pacific time, Monday through Thursday. And you get me and you get you and you get a conversation. And tonight you get the Night Stalker as well. What's up, Derek? Are you there? Test one, two. Yo, yo, yo. What's happening, Mike? Chilling, glad to man. be here. It's going to be a yeah, fun one tonight. Yeah, glad to have you. Uh, this one, this one, uh, this is, uh, again, Derek the Night Stalker. Uh, many of you know him. If you do not, he's uh, he's he's a, what would you call it, a mover and a shaker in the UFO community, but not just UFOs, <laughs> uh, consciousness. It's just this, this whole idea that UFOs and consciousness are kind of the, in this weird space right now in that, uh, you know, the old days back in the 50s, they used to describe UFOs as UFOs and not so yeah. much anymore. They've changed the term from UFO of unidentified Unidentified flying object to UAP, which is unidentified aerial phenomenon. Now, the weird part about that is they removed object, and so removing the yeah. object, it sort of lets 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 us uh, maybe speculate that some of these things may not be physical objects at all, but oh, I don't know, maybe spiritual objects or <laughs> plasma orbs or blobs or like you know, like we've talked about nature spirits and all kinds of wacky stuff. But anyway, uh, please give Night Stalker a follow. He's got a YouTube channel. It's just a trailer right now but let's inspire him to make some more amazing stuff because uh like i said good friend of mine always uh, with uh, amazing hot takes and this show tonight is a credit to his brilliance so if you you like this conversation it's all derek and uh, i'm just here for the ride so uh derek uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh want anything to add to that and uh what's going on yeah man? oh man all right yeah again just glad to be here really excited um not a professional everybody so if you don't know me i mean if you're if you know me you'll know that i'm a rambler and you're you're probably used to it by this point you know my uh, stuttering and meandering uh, way of talking but if not just uh, try to tolerate me through this but i'm uh, excited to be here and i want to hear all you takes so please call in for all your latest takes but as far as like what we're going to talk about um I, I consider myself to be like a synchro mystic and like that's kind of 
trying to look at the zeitgeist, trying to look at where ideas are moving and seeing where they come from. Uh, who were the who were the ones who were kind of creating these ideas? Whether whether people or something even weirder than that. You know, where where are these ideas sprouting from, and where are they, where are they taking us? You know, where is like culture going? Who's creating the culture, and kind of what it means for our consciousness, especially if these things we're dealing with have such a direct um, connection with our consciousness. That's that's all very very important, and we. We found ourselves in a pretty uh, important UFO year, pretty important alien year when it comes to the UFO community. And I didn't realize it until um, this past weekend. Like, you had that, uh, that like, answer show on Saturday, which is fun. Everybody should go check that one out. And I, I, during, earlier that day, I had watched the Heaven's Gate documentary um, that uh, ABC 2020 came out with the, the, the day before. Um, and I, didn't re- like, I, I had heard of Heaven's Gate. I knew it was the UFO alien cult and stuff, but I didn't realize... Um, that it was the 25th anniversary. It's also the 25th anniversary of the Phoenix Lights. It's the 75th anniversary uh, this summer of um, the Roswell crash and all that kind of stuff. So we find ourselves in this weird nexus of uh, of kind of looking back at the history of ufology and all that kind of stuff, what we talk about when we talk about aliens and UFOs, and then what we've talked about the last like year or so on, on this show and, and all the weirdness tied with, with the alien phenomena, with the UFO phenomena, and kind of like what that means for the narratives, what that means for the conversation and kind of where are we going. So I, I, I want all the takes. I don't want it to be just me talking about this rambling stuff. I want to hear like what people think about all this kind of stuff, you know? So please, please call in tonight. That's all I ask. Exactly. So, so we got some, uh, so, so we're, we're starting there with sort of this, uh, that I like the idea of this synchro mystic. And then, you know, uh, back to that M night Shyamalan signs. I love that movie where, you know, kind of the question in that movie is, do you believe everything happens for a reason? Or do you think that everything is just sort of random and, you know, it's just, uh, people bouncing around and, uh, kind of uh, these random things are, uh, not planned at all. And that's sort of the question tonight a little bit as we get going, just in terms of, do you think that there is, is sort of this nexus spot like Derek's describing in in if you give it uh, again 75 year an- anniversary this summer it's uh, in July of Roswell and of course everybody's familiar with the Roswell UFO crash it's the one that kind of kicked off uh, in 1947 basically like the I guess you would say the UFO mania that's sort of gripped the country ever since and has changed and evolved but then also this same idea that uh, in, within a week of each other 25 years ago we do have the heaven's gate thing where they had that that mass suicide and they were waiting for the ufo that was hiding behind the hail bop comet to come pick them up and take them to ascension and then within that same week 25 years ago we have exactly like he said the phoenix lights and of course that's probably the single most famous modern ufo sighting because thousands of people witnessed these lights and n- nobody knows what the heck it still is uh, some people say it's a psyop some people say it was you know some sort of military testing of maybe a, a you know one of our ufos other people claim that it was a, an actual extraterrestrial ufo and they were just kind of coming to check us out maybe like a pleasure cruise over phoenix or something <laughs> so exactly yeah. yeah so who knows what what's really going on with this and so it, it kind of lends to this other idea of not just back to like i said when we started 1947 in roswell and they used to be objects but now they are uh, UAP, Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. So the question for you guys tonight is this, as it begins, how come we've changed the term recently, all right, UFO to UAP, number one. Two, do you think it has anything to do with the fact that UFOs in particular 
aren't like we the, the classical description, you know, little green men flying around nuts and bolts saucers or cigars or Tic Tacs or what have you, but instead some version of, I don't know, like an interdimensional contact of uh, maybe an alien consciousness from elsewhere. And then three... Yeah. How come this has changed so abruptly in probably the last 10 years or so? It's uh, like things have really turned on its head. And I mean, you can't you can't deny that even with like, you know, the Lou Elizondo stuff and TTSA and, you know, this whole sort of disclosure press, like a full court press right now, well, yeah. which we didn't have at all 10 years ago. Suddenly, it seems like they're stomping on the gas to do something and what exactly, exactly is that something and is it changing I, so that's the questions for you guys tonight as we get going and what we're going to talk about is not just that but this idea of and, and i've talked about them recently uh these sort of ufo cults that are popping up right it seems like almost every day we have a new influencer in the ufo space and that's fine i'm not trying to like be any kind of gatekeeper at all but these individuals that kind of come out of nowhere have experiences they're experiencers and so they have, uh, what would you say, they've met aliens or, right, they've had a, a UFO encounter and somehow, someway, now they have all the answers. And, well, I think just with that said, we have the makings of some new UFO cults. But, uh, but <laughs> instead, right, it, it may, may be on Twitter or something. But instead, right, so we're going to go back a little ways and look at some of the UFO cults of the past, including that Heaven's Gate and some of this other super weird stuff and uh, kind of just kick it off from there. And as always, right, looking to hear your thoughts on this. Why do you think it has changed? We've had this sea change in ufology regarding not just UFOs to UAP and this whole idea that it's not flying saucers anymore. It's consciousness. Stephen Greer with uh, what's it called? The CE5. CE5, yeah, which is a close encounters yeah. of the fifth kind. Is being able to actually summon these flying saucers or UAP through meditation. And so we'll, yeah. we'll get into some of that tonight. But how come it has changed? It's it, literally in the last 10 years, things have turned on its head in including some of these new cults well let's uh let's start with the old cults where do you want to start derek yeah well no it's great 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 breakdown yeah so just still to kind of stick with the intro here like we're, we're we find ourselves in this weird nexus of events like not just in the ufo stuff just we're living in strange times obviously like in everything and just in just the world there's like guys we're, we're, we're living in some type of moment and like having this realization that we're also in some type of like UFO moment, like these anniversaries, like synchronistically all happening around the same time. And then also the fact that the government recently is, is talking about UFOs, like UFOs are in the mainstream. And then as we get into these cults talking about the beliefs, these strange beliefs of these cults, we're going to come to see like, how strange are they? Like they're weird to, to read about, but, but when we read them, we're going to realize that, a lot of these beliefs have permeated themselves into what could be considered like mainstream ufology and how weird that is and what that means for, for where we're headed, you know, what it mean, what that means for, for the cult of ufology, so to speak, you know, and how it's all intertwined and all this kind of stuff. And then also just, we like lately have been talking about all the, all the extra stuff. What are, what are the UFOs? Are they, are they craft? Are they from space? Are they demons? Are they interdimensional? Are they some type of trickster? And are they something that we can't even really describe, you know? And we're a little ahead of the curve, but we're we'll get into this next type of stuff. But those those conversations, those ideas, are now being interjected into this conversation by these same people, by these same these the cult of UFO, if you will. So 
where are we headed? What's that going to mean? What's that going to mean when the paranormal and the, and, the, and the ufology come together? Like, what, what does that mean for how the cult of UFO looks? And, uh, yeah, what do you guys, what do you guys think? Have you, have you tried CE5? Have you summoned a UFO? Like, that was one of the weirdest parts about, like, as we get into this and stuff, when we talk about all the crazy stuff that Heaven's Gate did and all these cults did and stuff. In the 90s, they were in the 70s, like, when they all really started, when these, when these, the, the era of the New Age cult, spiritual cult, they didn't see UFOs. Like maybe the leader had some experience or maybe the leader considers themselves to be some type, of, some type of prophet. Most of these people, like everyone that killed themselves in the Heaven's Gate cult, none of them actually saw a UFO ever. But, I mean, how many people listening right now have seen a UFO? It's a, it's a, it's a good amount of them. And then now we have something like in the mainstream, celebrities, like the mainstream UFO communities, with some type of protocols in order to actually contact UFOs at, at will, you know? So that's, that's what it's crazy. And with that comes a whole new level of, of cult behavior and, uh, just crazy weirdness, you know? And then like also with that, what are they actually contacting? What are we bringing in? What are we inviting in to our reality? Like to our, to our consciousness? Is it, is it what it claims to be? Or is it, uh, something else, something more sinister, something that comes with more, um, more weird phenomena than we've been talking about recently, which is represented in the change from UFO to UAP, from object to phenomena. That's what it's all about. What is the phenomena? What do you think the phenomena is? You know, what's a UFO? Like, what are, what, I don't know. I want to hear it all. I want to, I want to like, come with your craziest, your weirdest UFO takes. Let's, <laughs> let's bring it tonight. This is, this, is the, this is the culmination of, like, I've just been thinking about this, I feel like, for like a year straight now. And this is kind of like, Symbol, like this is kind of just like getting it all off my chest, and now we can, or I can kind of move on to maybe a different idea, you know, onto the next, the next uh, web of synchronicities. But let's just let's get it all out there. Let's make this uh, an epic, an epic UFO we're in the show tonight. I'm excited. Definitely. Okay. So, so looking at some of these UFO cults that we talked about in the past, and how this we we sort of had had this change from the again the object to the phenomenon, right? It, and not only that, the it, that's the term people are using now. They're calling it the phenomena, meaning that it's it's become something that's not really extraterrestrial at all. It's becoming something that's a lot less. Uh, let's say de- easily definable and so yeah. they're even they're even like sort of you know back to the skinwalker ranch stuff for a little bit they're talking about that in terms of maybe this idea of this maybe ufo hotspot on earth is not anything to do with ufos at all it's something else it's a uh, back to portals back to some sort of maybe sacred spot where we have who knows what's going on over there with maybe electromagnetics or again uh, we, we exactly. talked about the uh, the source waters underneath we've talked about all kinds of stuff here <laughs> exactly. but what is really going on in these spots right and is this really the same conversation because it seems like the more that we've talked about it on this show the more things just seem to blend together it doesn't seem in, in any capacity that we're like okay you know let's uh, let's go back to little green men of 1948 no 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 it, it it's it does seem to be uh, back to uh, skinwalker ranch and you know that hitchhiker effect that sort of thing yeah in that uh, they yeah. say that kind of when you poke the the stick into the hornet's nest and this is the proverbial ufo hornet's nest that something will follow you home and it's not of course it wouldn't be little green men would it it would be uh, some sort of haunting and so w- we get to this bizarre point now where this idea of the phenomenon phenomena whatever it is multiple things 
all sort of merged together. And we're literally talking about space poltergeists, right? I mean, <laughs> exactly. I mean, yep. that's, that's what Bingo. we get. Yeah. And it, it, it seems yep. to, to, to kind of just all roll together, which is super weird. So what we're going to talk yep. about as we get going tonight is, is there, there are all these old UFO cults, actual older UFO religions, which you may or may not be aware of. And some of these I did know, but of course, Derek uh, dropping the knowledge, sent me a bunch of links and I was like, damn, I haven't even heard of half of this stuff. But the, a lot of this has been going on for years and not just years. We're talking about like many multiple decades back to like the 1950s. And you can trace even some of this back further than that. So the question is, OK, so where do we start there? Uh, just to maybe a rundown of what some of these cults are, what they believe. And then we can get into maybe um, the the uh, the actual Heaven's Gate after the bottom of the hour. What do you think, man? Yeah. yeah. So, so first, just on just on what you just, you just said with the uh, Skinwalker Ranch and kind of how how this um strangest is kind of coming into the ufo field and stuff like it, it's, it seems like we talked about this just as kind of an intro like we, we talked about this in the uh the voice chat um yesterday or a couple of days ago or whatever how like it seems how some of these different fields like the the paranormal the ufo the cryptid all those kind of the different the different types of phenomena have been kind of like siloed off in their own little sections you know and then as somebody who's like into this stuff when i'm trying to like talk about these things with people who aren't really as interested like i'll use things like skinwalker ranch or things like uh, portals and, and nexus zones and stuff to kind of explain how these things are all happening at least in the same region to kind of like um lay the foundations to maybe there might be a connection between them which is now kind of happening in the mainstream too they're using skinwalker ranch they're using these like portal ideas these hotspots ideas which is interesting it's like it's almost like a like a metaphor, like a hotspot that would attract all different kinds of phenomena. It's also being used in a conversation, like space, to actually bring the phenomena together, like in in the like with a dialogue, you know. So it's allowing for, like, and it seems how like over the past fifty years or seventy five years or twenty five years or whatever, these different anniversaries we're having, earlier eras, it was they were trying to legitimize these different. They were trying trying to remove the woo from from the conversation to try to get some type of mainstream scientific approval, you know, to make this like accepted by, by the mainstream. And now it seems to, which, which that's well and good, but they were seem it's like almost purposely ignoring any type of weird, like metaphysical, spiritual, just strange phenomena that's attached to it, you know? And now, so we learned a lot. It's, which it's kind of just like, we're dealing with that a lot with the, science community right now and it's in, in the regular world but now it seems like in, in the in, in the community we're getting into the strange stuff now we're taking we're, we're hopping into a new era and uh yeah so so the cult yeah i want to start with the cults first sorry yeah yeah was, you're, I'm, good. I'm, I'm, you're good you're good you're yeah. good we, we got probably about two minutes so we can just kind of just maybe buzz through the names and then we'll come back and talk about them after the break okay um yeah so Kind of like the maybe the most like famous. Uh, let's start with the Heaven's Gate cult first, kind of, or or uh, yeah, or chronolo- like chronologically. Yeah, so, yeah let's just, so yeah, whatever, whatever's probably most popular. Heaven's Gate, and then there's this other stuff, the Aetherius Society. Oh yeah, this, yeah. This, okay, so I'm looking at the notes now. All right, so we got this uh, Aetherius Society, which is this movement from uh, this guy George King from the 50s, and he was talking about extraterrestrial intelligences, or what he called cosmic masters, and uh, it was it was very. Uh, early new age it was like it was basically kind of um this is kind of what i want to talk about how how they're using what what the zeitgeist was like as a filter 
to like shooting kind of UFOs through it, you know? So it was very Christian, very like um, basic early new age, with just the idea of extraterrestrials. So people first getting introduced to extraterrestrials in 1947, the first sightings, the Roswell crash, people being like first hearing about UFOs, you know? And then these first cults start to develop. And then we get um, the order of the solar temple, which is uh, from like the early nineties, which I guess is um, closer to when the Heaven's Gate death was, but Heaven's Gate being created in the 70s. That was more of like a satanic type of flavor to the UFO um, cult styles. Like there's basically like all the cults that were have, have existed in the 17, 1800s, like early 1900s, just now adding the UFO um, subjects to it, adding the UFO filter on top of it as the UFOs have uh reached sorry i hear the echo so we're going to the bottom of the hour. sorry michael Mermel, <laughs> no but. you're good you're totally good all right so this is what we're doing right you guys know the drill we're here with my good friend the night stalker Derek in massachusetts we're talking about ufo cultology tonight you're damn right i made that term up but things have changed <laughs> in the last 25 years and last 50 years last 75 years regarding ufos and of course the cults that come along with them so join us as we discuss this tonight and what do you know about these things including heaven's gate and some of this other stuff we're talking about that's what's coming up that's what's on deck again we're here with the night stalker at Derek in massachusetts this is troubled minds i'm michael strange don't go anywhere 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 more ufo cults Derek, and your calls when we return be right back It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are here tonight with my good friend, Derek the Night Stalker. And we are streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter. And we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. And tonight, of course, as all nights, we're taking your phone calls. But the discussion tonight becomes... 
How come there seems to be a sea change in the UFO community over the past 10 or 12 years? It used to be UFO, now it's UAP. What exactly does that mean? Does it change from nuts and bolts to some sort of a bizarre ritual of consciousness? Love to hear your thoughts on this. If you want to be part of the show tonight, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And we'll put you on the show. Let's get back to Derek. And then we got James on the line as well. What's up, Derek? Welcome back. How are you, my man? Here we go. What's going on, brother? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So uh, we had a good comment there on Rockfin. I want you to respond to that before we go to James real quick. Uh, Robert said, could it be that these crafts are flying time machines and these aliens are our descendants traveling back in time to research our times like highly advanced archaeologists? What's your thought on that? <laughs> oh, it's absolutely possible. That's definitely possible. And I want all those takes. I want uh, like, what do you think? What, what could it be? What's the, what's your wildest theory for it? And as far as like time travel, that's a whole other thing. Like the paradigm of, of what time travel could possibly be. I feel like it's changed over the last 10 years too. We're getting into like block time and the idea that all, all these moments are happening at once. Like what does time travel really mean? Is there a consciousness connection with time travel? And is there a consciousness link with UFOs? And what does that mean? You know, like the waters are getting murky and that's kind of what I want to, uh, what I want to figure out tonight is like, how did the waters get so murky? And then what does that mean moving forward? You know, and kind of like, like I want to take the James call first, but like when we get into the heavens, we should probably start with the heavens gate after that to kind of like, and that'll get us into everything else. But, um, want to go to James? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so, so one second. So what, that's what we're talking about tonight. This idea of UFO cultology. How has it changed? Why is it changing? And we will start with Heaven's, Heaven's Gate in just a moment here and get to some other really weird stuff, including, guess yeah. what? One of the ones that, that doesn't get mentioned a ton, but it is basically a UFO cult is Scientology. So we're going to get to that tonight yeah. as well. Pretty wild stuff. So let's uh, let's go to, we're taking your phone call, 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at troubleminds.org. We'll put you on the show just like this. Our good friend James of Salcedo Paranormal. What's up, brother? Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good. Uh, great topic. Really, um, I love it so far already. <laughs> hey, brother. What's going on? Thank you. Yeah. No, glad to be here with you, too. And uh, I was going to wait till the third hour, but, you know, this idea of these cycles and these... Um, patterns of this interest you know people having this interest in all this um over time it got me thinking of a similar thing with the whole idea of this the spirit spiritualism or the ghost um or the afterlife stuff yeah if you think about it there's been different groups that have been into that over the years too exactly. that have come and gone but then the thing because you were you two were asking about what has kind of changed I'm wondering if it is this this focus um, starting off with the people that were there, but then more and more getting into the popular culture. If it was this focus on the Skinwalker Ranch area and that that those you know reports of things happening there, because there were things there, like like you you know you mentioned the whole hitchhiker thing and things that seem almost spiritual, but then that's the thing now. It's so hard to know what any of this is anymore. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And those are all. Those are all, those are all great points. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, that's okay. So, I just thinking about that. I think this these this interest in these things just comes and goes naturally. Yeah. Um, I think the technology though has helped make it easier to just connect with people and just stay in 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 touch with all these these topics. 
Yeah, on a regular basis. I mean, look at look at a lot of us. That's what we. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we do. For sure. Um, it's, it, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's allowed for definitely the connection of these ideas. Like it's allowed for a UFO expert and a ghost expert and a Bigfoot expert and uh, yeah, like down the line to share ideas at like immediate speed and stuff. So you you mentioned this the seance stuff and those were huge. Like at the, at the turn of the like 19th, like the 1900s, that was like what the, the upper class was like into at parties. They were doing that on the regular. It was, it was like high society and stuff, but that, but that, they weren't really thinking about UFOs at all. So we'll get into the heaven's gate cult and stuff. And the, the founder, um, uh, nettles, she was very into seances. She was very into spiritualism. So, it's like a, it's a fusion of the, of that of that ideas of those ideas together, like UFOs meeting the spiritualism, meeting this like contact of the dead, of consciousness from from other realms, and those fusing together, and then these ideas from these cults, like that fusion ideas, then permeates into mainstream culture over the next twenty five years. Into when we get into what they actually believe, it doesn't sound too crazy when you talk to the average person who believes in an ascension to the fifth dimension. Uh, and that's not too uncommon these days, you know? So yeah, you're right. And then the, the seance aspect with the council of nine and the idea that, um, like they moved, they, it's, it's a fusion of the sci-fi space ideas with these spiritualism, con- like, like, uh, uh, ideas and those fusions fusing with other things. And then just, I don't know if the, like you said, the technology bring all these ideas together, forming some new soup, you know? And that's kind of what we're what we're in right now. This new, this new maybe juice we're we're, we're all swimming in. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> Go ahead. I think um, I think you know there are still people that there are still your different groups that are almost in different. You know, maybe not as extreme, but almost cults in and of themselves of people that just they want to stick with this one topic or this one view on how things are. And I mean, I, my view has always been that you know everything is possible. So there yeah. could be nuts and bolts craft, you know. Exactly. There could be consciousness, you know, light-based or plasma-based. But, the, you know, I think that's part of, a big part of the technology, the double-edged sword of that, too, is that there's, it's easier for these different groups to, to um, you know, to rub against each other and to, to cause drama and stuff like that, that, which I think is part of what you're seeing now. But I think that's also feeding back into the, the um, you know, the people's awareness of all of this stuff and, and they see that and it kind of I don't think it helps, you know, any of this yeah. either. Yeah. No, absolutely. There's a lot of friction when mm-hmm. trying to bring up the idea that like there might be some UFO connection to Bigfoot. When you're talking to like a Bigfoot person, they might they might say like that doesn't make any sense. So Bigfoot is a is an ape that we haven't discovered yet. It's like a it's a it's a connection to us. Like there it's two it's two different worlds. But then you talk to like, and that friction is inevitable when, when these different ideas are, are coming together. But there's, there's a lot of people who are just, who are really into, like, all of us. We, like, we like these ideas. I love talking about the strangeness when it comes to all these phenomena. I had kind of dismissed UFOs. I had dismissed, like, just kind of ghosts. I had dismissed Bigfoot five years ago, seven years ago. Like, and then I got into the idea of, wow, there's, like, a, there's a lot of overlay. Like, these Venn diagrams of these different topics have a lot of crossover. And the, in that crossover, it's some interesting stuff, you know? And then, people seem to be into that and that seems to be seeping into so now it seems almost like begrudgingly all these people who like want to style these different sections off 
they're starting to let the gates, they're starting to let the different ideas flow in. And some crazy, we're living in some crazy times, you know, what does it all mean? And like with the, with, with the, with the Skinwalker Ranch thing, I think I mentioned this on your podcast, James, before, but the uh, finale for Portals to Hell, that uh, Jack Osborne show um, that was on Travel Channel or whatever, where it's basically just like a, like a paranormal show, just like a, like a ghost show pretty much. Yeah. But they were just using, they were, they were just using the term portals instead. Which right. I'm interested in because I'm I'm into, I'm into the portal, the portal idea because the portal idea is a way to kind of connect all these things. If there isn't direct crossovers, they kind of all can cross over. But so they were kind of doing it on the show. In the the, the the finale of the first episode, they go to the uh, Strawberry River Inn, which is um right across the Strawberry River from Skinwalker Ranch. So they made a point to be like they were looking for UFOs and looking for ghosts together. And like Jack Osborne, he's also into into like ufo stuff and like like so there that that crossover that overlook in the strange is uh it's it's i think we're we're, we're going somewhere and then we're going to get into this hitchhiker phenomena this postlegrass phenomena later and how that's that's about to be that's about to be unleashed we've been talking about it for for a little while now but it's about to be it's about to be unleashed on the mainstream ufo community in a in a big way like what does that mean when you get when your house is haunted because you got in contact with a metal craft like what does that mean james you know what do you think yep yeah no and that's i think it so much of this comes back to to energy and what is energy and what is consciousness and i think you know that's all connected um in different ways you know so yeah just um i think part of the friction too comes from people that want to legitimize it to the mainstream yeah, for sure. And which I understand in some ways, but I feel like in some cases, in doing that, you know, the, some of the more interesting stuff gets left out because it is considered too strange. Exactly. Exactly. And, yeah. But that's, I, that's, that's, why, that's, that's why we're here, though. Right? Yeah, I do feel like that is changing. <laughs> it's just going to take, you know, some some a good amount of time um, for that to all really, you know, like like you said, I think I think we're in a moment now, but. I think it's you know it's more of like a time a period of time. Yeah. And or, I don't think we're quite there to where it's just full blown to everyone yet because there's a lot of people that I know that are not into any of this at all. Yeah. But That's the thing. I think so I, it's like, happening. Oh sorry. Yeah. No, I don't want to uh, sorry. I, I, I don't want to like bury the lead too much because I just get right into it. But like that like 3 days ago or like at this point like 5 days ago on uh, futurism and then like 9 days ago on military.com to extremely mainstream site, sites they're reporting on the on this hitchhiker phenomenon they're reporting on the fact that these ufo task force people are like a person from the pentagon from the ufo ufo task force saw a creature outside his house and then so that now they're talking about uh nap's new book where he's talking about atip and osap and how osap is basically a, like a kind of a response to atip to look into and deal with the strange phenomena um that they didn't talk about an ATIP basically and how it's like, especially focused on Skinwalker ranch. And like, this is so, no nap nap is like, uh, I like nap, but like he's, um, very much at the crest of like what people are talking about in the UFO communities and stuff. And then he's tied with Corbell who I, which I, who I don't love so much, but he, uh, is the one who's like on Fox news. He's on Joe Rogan talking about, Bob Lazar stuff, talking about, talking with with uh, David Fravor, talking about like trying to legitimize. Like, he's a he's a massive, huge part of this whole 2017 ATIP 
like all this all this type of government like legitimacy with the UFO community is also t- summoning UFOs and into this poltergeist stuff and is about to unleash this onto us. So it's like the person it's about to we're about to see how 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 the UFO community can stomach it, you know? Like it just happened. Like we've been talking about it for a while, but they just it's about to, it's about to happen, you know. I've been waiting. We've been waiting for him to be like, "Why are you only talking about the nuts and bolts crafts when when we know that in your downtime you're summoning UFOs and you think there might be some connection to fairies and you know about the poltergeist activity?" And now they wrote a book on it. And here we go. But what happens? Where do we go now? You know? Yeah, yeah, that's very interesting. I'll get off, but you know, here with my, oh, sorry, no, you have to call in. Yeah. But but no, just great topic, and and I just had to bring that up. It seems like everything is. You know, these different separate trends are definitely starting to to uh, to blend in together, and that's just what I wanted to point out. So, um, great topic. Looking forward to the rest of the show. Thank you for yeah. having me. Thank you for calling, James. Thank you. Appreciate it, James. Always a pleasure. James here has a podcast called Salcedo Paranormal. Check it out. Links in the description down below. And uh, there we go. Uh, good, good stuff, James. Uh, good way to, to start us off here with this idea of the sea change of the UFO community becoming uh, less nuts and bolts and more woo. And uh, so let's get let's uh, let's get to the space poltergeist. Speaking of more woo, and this idea that uh, Heaven's Gate actually was an old uh, UFO cult, right? The, the famously, infamously, uh, they all committed suicide 25 years ago this next week uh, so it's literally been a 25 year anniversary and then again like we were saying at uh, the week after that a 25 year anniversary of the phoenix lights almost like they missed it and they thought that hail bop the comet was actually coming to get him but it wasn't at all or what if it all was related (laughs) what if it all was so anyway uh, so the heaven's gate uh, they call it a religious group of course it's a ufo cult is what it is Uh, it was uh, actually formed way back Uh, we're talking about 1974 and from the the same people bonnie nettles and marshall applewhite and these two individuals uh, what were they known as uh it was t and doe right is that how they call them t and doe yep and also uh bow and peep and uh one and two and they were called the two was like what they're termed as like so we're just a synchronicity on its own like that we talked about the other day but the two and uh anyone who's following all the ukraine stuff they're putting those uh there's those little z's on the tank in russia that people have been looking like twos and we're, we're we just had that um two 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 moment and there's all kinds of seem to be weird the people looking at the numbers are looking at the number two weirdly so now we're having this um kind of anniversary this this moment where people are thinking about the two again like watching there's two separate um documentaries about the two and it's creepy go on about the heaven's gate sorry yeah no it is creepy and so and so uh, interesting so let, let's throw this out there as food for thought right so they they happened in the same month all right this hail bop comet and the the heaven's gate suicides and of course the whole idea was it, it was called a heaven's gate because way back in, again, 1974, when they created this, the idea was that there was a UFO that was going to kind of come and grab their group as sort of this ascension process. And actually, yeah. the UFO itself would be known as the gate to heaven or literally heaven's gate. And so we have this weird thing where not just that happened. All the suicides went down. Again, what was the date here? Uh, it was, uh, I can't they, remember. They, they, they found the bodies on the 26th, but it gets murky. They did it in like three different waves so they, they, they created which is interesting on its own with like the uh first wave second wave i don't want to say the word but what does that mean what does that remind you of and um but 
they had them like in groups. So the first group would do it. They would take this um, uh, barbiturate and alcohol and then sometimes like put a plastic bag over their head or whatever. And the second group would kind of help them and like clean up after them and make sure they, they transitioned. And then the third group would help the second group until it was finally down to like the final two people. Uh, Apple White himself was in the second group. And the, um, so when they actually found them was the 26, but they don't know when everybody actually died. Like if you, if you search when the people die in Heaven's Gate, they give you the 19th or they give you the 20th. The um, HBO documentary gave you the 22nd, which was weird. That's 322, which is the uh, Skull and Bones number, which is all kinds of theories for what that means. And nobody really, nobody really knows. So if it's at me, if that's some type of entity contact number, that's, that's bizarre. Um, yeah. But, what, what about this one? As far as synchronicities are concerned, there's 39 yeah. victims, which of course is 13, yeah. right? Uh, times three. Sorry, yeah. yeah. So th- yeah. 13, of course, is, and, and, is known and, as and, a, and, Go ahead. So, sorry. The Phoenix Lights was, was on 313. Oh, wait. So, which is, so which is the Phoenix Lights actually happened first, and then this went down. And then this, yeah. Um, so, so Hail Bop, the Phoenix Lights, and the suicide all happened in the same month. Phoenix Lights happening on 313. And then. 313, like, 13 is just a weird synchronous number on its own. I'm not going to get into all that, but, like, it's also 3 times 39, and there's 39 victims, and their motto, like, they released some, uh, like, a two-hour-long interviews, like, with all the Heaven's Gate people, like, they, they have, like, home, home, home tapes, like, home videos of, like, all the 39 people kind of saying their final goodbyes to everybody, and they all, they, they all say, 39 to beam up, 39 to beam up, so... The, the numbers are definitely in the mix. The twos, the 39s, they were, they were aware of the number of magic, I, I think. The 13s, but, right? 13 for sure. The 13s. It's, it yeah. seems to be in there. But, um, go ahead, go ahead. There was, uh, like their, their mythology, it was, was like, it changed. It, it took different forms over like the 25, the 20, oh, 22 years is another one. They, they were in existence for like, um, when he like was prepping the people to, to, to commit suicide, he like, had some memo or some speech or some he was posting online a lot being like during the 22 years i think it's on the heaven's gate website uh the 22 years we've been prepping for this ascension like we're finally going to do it yada yada i'm paraphrasing but um the the beliefs kind of took different forms in the beginning it was started by like um apple white's the guy that everyone thinks about the guy with like the white hair who with bug eyes like with the close-up picture that everyone kind of has in their heads he was like the front man. He's like the really um, charismatic, well-spoken leader. But the philosophy was like was two. That was Nettles. He was the one who was into the New Age stuff. She was into um, like the spiritualism type type of stuff. She was into like a lot of the occult, different all the occult topics and stuff. Like and she was into all, all the kinds of all the kind of stuff. Whereas Apple White was much more Christian. He was like his father was a preacher, and he like kind of he kind of like thought of himself more as a preacher. So at first, it had much more uh science adjacent much more new age type beliefs or new age for the time at least where they were just kind of like thinking of aliens as more physical and they thought their ascension would be physical so during their preps for this ascension they were they were like prepping their bodies and doing basically like the reason for these ridiculous cult rules that they had like the cutting of their hair the abstaining from sex and the eventual castration and all this kind of stuff was in order to prep themselves to be worthy or to be capable of making the ascension, which at first, when Nettles was was alive, was a physical ascension, changing your body from a, a human to an alien to this new type of being that was ready to go through the heaven's gate. 
And then after Nettles died of cancer, they had to, like, he had, they had to explain, they had to, like, explain why she didn't, her body didn't ascend. Like, whether, they, whether, so they kind of explained it like her, her, she was vibrating, her consciousness was vibrating at such a rate that she just burned out her vessel, her vehicle, like they called the body of the vehicle. And they kind of made this shift to where you're not your body, you're, you're, the body is just something you're riding around in. And the ascension is going to be you shedding your, your vehicle and uh going like spiritually and then that became and then eventually he told everybody like that's going to take the form of like us all killing killing ourselves and this is like right after jonestown with the kool-aid and stuff so that kind of gave him the idea um as he was kind of snapping kind of he he relied emotionally very much on on nettles on two on uh on t and um when she died he kind of like reverted back and it was basically very christian very christian based with aliens pretty much like it was aliens with like all the alien stuff and angel angelic stuff is just the same thing um whereas nettles was more um comparable to kind of what people believe today i guess it was much it was more von danigan than it was the bible um but yeah he kind of he kind of snapped he kind of broke that's okay and so so what happened is eventually so so the 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 two the two founders again uh, it was uh it was apple white and nettles nettles uh, the female passed away and they, they it kind of was a, a dark time for the church for heaven's gate and they were waiting for this ufo for a long time that never came and then in the news that kind of re, was the revival here it it the revival was uh that uh, it was announced you know in scientific uh, circles that uh, the hail bop comet was coming through and suddenly it was sort of this resurgence of the idea of heaven's gate and that the ufo itself was on the way and it was just hiding behind the tail of this comet so astronomers couldn't find it and that's that's where we yeah. lead that's where this goes we're, we're out of time we're gonna take a break here but uh oh, okay. perfect perfect timing to kind of stop there and so what they did is of course is they set this up as the idea of uh well uh, ascension and again you know from nuts and bolts ufos to the idea of ascension and that's what we're talking about tonight this whole idea how come it went from ufo to uap we have all these ufo cults talking about this sort of heaven's gate sort of ascension process how come everybody has answers and it all points to the same place the proverbial heaven looking to hear your thoughts tonight we're here with my good friend derek the night stalker and uh, what are your thoughts on this do what do you know about heaven's gate ufo cults have you summoned the, the ufo like, what what is the ascension Exactly right. Do you believe in the ascension still? There you go. Do you believe in this stuff? 702-957-1037. 702-957-1037. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. We're here with Derek in Massachusetts, the Night Stalker. Don't go anywhere. More UFO cultology, the changing of the guard, ascension, and your phone calls when we return. Don't go anywhere. Be right back. It's 
finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. We are talking about alien, the alien abduction phenomenon. Alien, 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 alien. The aliens are, are looking through your eyes and they're accessing your optic nerve. Through that optic nerve, they're transferring to your brain. People and they also feel them planting or receiving memories or ideas or images. Troubled Minds Radio. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and I'm here with my good friend, Derek the Night Stalker, and we'd like to say hello to all of you who may also have troubled minds. What's going on? This is the show where we get together Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific, and we talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. You know what those things are? You know what those things are? Aliens. 
conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. As always, we're taking your phone calls because we're streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter. And of course, we're broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. That's digital radio. And, well, (laughs) 702-957-1037 is the phone number. That's 702-957-1037. We'll put you on the phone and talk about UFO cults. How come this has changed in the last 20 years, 25 years? How come we have this bizarre 25th anniversary of not just the Phoenix Lights, but a week later, the actual Hale-Bopp Comet Heaven's Gate Suicides? Interesting, notable, maybe not. It depends. It's all completely up to you. And uh, as always, right, we don't have any inside sources here. We're just trying to figure out the world just like you are. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on this one more time. 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at troubleminds.org and we'll put you on the show easy peasy as that uh let's get to derek in massachusetts what's up bro are you there yo yo good yeah um good evening yeah i i want to hear about like what do you think about this ascension because a lot of people who who still believe that we're gonna make people make this ascension people believe i believe that we're we're more than just our body that idea has permeated through culture and stuff what do you how do you explain this poltergeist like activity this haunting phenomenon that's attached to ufos like how do you how do you explain that what are ufos to you like have you tried to summon a ufo like have you what do you think the state of ufo culture is right now like what do you think the beliefs is of the mainstream community how do you think have you noticed the cult-like nature of it have, have you noticed the kind of connections between these different beliefs and and what is seeming like the tastemakers of ufo ufo conversation has kind of uh, put on to us you know like what do you think about all this weird stuff but I know we got callers, so... Yeah, definitely. So, so that's the discussion tonight. We're kind of looking at this idea of Heaven's Gate, and again, does is it related to maybe the Phoenix Lights? I kind of like that idea that maybe they were right. And you know, I, I'm not saying anybody should uh, go go uh, do the, the Kool Aid <laughs> thing. Well, please don't do that. But I, but what if uh, maybe at least uh, let's say the suicide stuff was clearly like misleading and probably a bad place. But uh, if we're talking about this in terms of a maybe they were correct and the hail bop brought phoenix lights that's that's a wild idea right there so um again uh, what are your thoughts on this 702-957-1037 let's go to joe in florida what's up my friend welcome to trouble blinds you're on with mike and derek go right ahead what's on your mind tonight i'm calling you from scientology headquarters nice <laughs> nice and i just saw a transport ship land it was called a bus uh, <laughs> take a picture <laughs> Every morning, I, 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 hey Derek, what's going on? Finally, good going to on, talk Joe? to you. Um, every morning when I go to work at my place, I pass by the apartments for Scientology. Uh, wow. It's kind of funny. I'm wondering if you watched the 2020 show. It was on uh, on Hulu where they revisited Heaven's Gate. I just actually watched it this weekend. I and, did. I did watch it. Yeah. You know. You know, really, that guy was mentally ill. Now, I'm not saying I don't believe in any of that stuff, but yeah. I looked at that, and then I looked at I looked at David Koresh, and uh, you know, not that I should laugh at other people's tragedies, but I remember when Waco happened, and uh, it was really weird because we had a roller hockey tournament in downtown Clearwater. I had just moved to Florida. 
I didn't know anything about Scientology at all. And I'll uh, just tell you kind of a goofy story. But anyhow, so we named our team the Waco Flames in terribly bad taste. And uh, that place <laughs> it had been eight months since. But anyway, we see a bunch of people walking around in uniform. I didn't know who they were. And it was, I had this born-again Christian guy that skated with us, believe it or not. I had, like, all religions there. And he <laughs> wouldn't play hockey, but he came to play roller hockey with us. He gets into a fight. The board again, Christian gets into a fight and he's yelling yeah. at the Scientologist also. And I'm like, he kept saying, where's the UFO? Where's the UFO? And I'm laughing. I'm like, what wow. are you talking about? And he's like, these are Scientologists. That's how I learned about that down here. But <laughs> oh, as, far wow. as, being in, as far as being influenced, my wife's grandfather, um, and this is on a serious note, he was part of Urantia. I don't know if you've ever heard of Urantia religion. Not really. I mean, and, uh, I've heard the name, but I don't even know what it is, though. No. Okay, so there's an MO. If you look at all of these, if you look at Durant, I'm going to use her granddad, who was a great guy, and if he was still alive today, I'd probably be drinking with him and talking yeah. about UFOs and telling tales and having a good time. But uh, he was very highly intelligent. I think he was a statistician. I believe he worked for the military. At least he worked for the government. And like the 2020 show, a lot of those people were highly intelligent, but I think they lacked, maybe it's a form of autism, maybe it's a lack of common sense. It's very hard to get all of those skills together, right? Like a video yeah. game, you might have intelligence for something, but you might not have this or that. So he literally, he did, I mean, my wife and I were talking about it, and she's like, yeah, granddad got built. Like, he, they, he would go on a trip. There were pictures of him on a trip with this religion. And they took him, I don't know for how much money, but they took him for a lot of money. And the question I always had watching that 2020 special was, at what point in Applewhite's religion did he start to believe his own baloney? Or did he believe it altogether? And and really... And the other question is, do we point the finger at a cult when a lot of just regular original religions require blind faith? You know, um, it's a great topic, and it's just kind of, you know, I'm glad you guys are talking about it tonight. I saw a show this weekend. But again, it's almost like we all have to be part of something. I I think all of us here, when we talk, we we all play devil's advocate with each other. Like we say, the the baby juice. Yeah. I get scared because literally when I walk down, you know, when I'm walking around, I could say to myself, I'm surrounded by, we're all surrounded by whack jobs. It always feels like, and maybe we're the whack jobs. I don't know. <laughs> maybe we're the whack <laughs> <Yeah>. jobs. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so real quick. But we're, not, but we're not out there. Here's the thing. We're not out there. I don't really talk about the show much. I tell people about the show, but I'm not out there trying to get people to join the watchtower and knocking on people's doors. Okay. Um, you know, religion, any kind of religion cult to me, it's all control. I was at a church this weekend. It was a a Baptist church and the women are still addressed by the men's like first name. Like that's Mrs. Joe Gambino, right? Or Mrs. (laughs) And I was sitting there in the church and I'm, I'm like joking around with my attendant and I'm like, Keep a lookout in case we have to catch some snakes, you know? 
like yeah, yeah. that's the way the women were dressed in, in, in that church. And in that series, they all had to cut their hair. Like you said, it was an attempt to make them all look equal. Androgynous. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I, there was a lot of, uh, so, no, you're right. Like there's, um, like Apple white himself. I'm not sure if, if he really was drinking his own Kool-Aid, honestly, I, I got, he, cause he was, he wasn't doing everything that he told all his followers to do because he was sleeping in his king size bed. He was like, Cuck. but also he he believed he was the one. He called himself the one. He thought he was like a, the Jesus figure of this cult. So he was most likely. I don't know, he. I'm not sure. When he growing up, he was a smart guy. He was like compelling. He was um, a teacher at one point. So I don't know. What, I don't know when the transition would have happened. Um, really, but. It like it, it's something it that's what kind of like shook me is that or really like made me interested is that the beliefs that they had these guys were kind of all there was a screw loose with, with, with a lot of these people like they, but they seemed very very nice I don't want to like bad talk to be people who who commit suicide and stuff they all seemed very nice they weren't exactly. they weren't hurting anybody like they weren't they weren't doing anything like Apple Apple White's the if there's if there's a villain of the story he's he would be the villain these, these people who kill themselves are not are not bad people but. Like you said, they, there might be, they at the very least were looking for some type of connection and stuff, you know. But the fact that these people perceived as we as weirdos as whack jobs by the mainstream, their views of ascension, their views of your body's just a vehicle, have permeated through what I consider to be like mainstream fringy conversation, you know. And that was interesting to me. That's weird. It's like when did that when did that happen? Like when did we go from thinking these people are weird? Like I believe that our body is a vehicle. Like I don't want to shed it. I don't want to kill myself like they did. But I do. I do believe we're more than just our body and stuff. So so when did that transition happen? Like am I am I being cultified? Are we like are we all being like crazy? Maybe maybe like I I hadn't really heard of it until that documentary and stuff. Or I, I hadn't really like dove into it. I mean until that documentary. So yeah. Well, and, and that's the thing. I, I think I agree with you. It's when did we, I would say maybe new age cultified. Yeah. You know, um, you know, the, the crusades were pretty much a cult. Any, any religion, yeah. but maybe in my opinion, to clarify new age cult. And I do agree with you. I mean, we're a ghost of the machine, but, um, yeah. we shouldn't eject, we shouldn't eject prematurely. We're here to experience exactly. hopefully our best lives. Hopefully. You know, and yeah, that's exactly. maybe where my blind faith comes in because I have to have hope. Whether you know, and I had this question in college. It was like, you know, it was like about an atheist and stuff. And I'm like, well, you know, I, I kind of, as I'm older, I'm kind of jaded, and sometimes I'm like, I'm an atheist. But then I'm like, well, if there was a God, I'd kick him in the shin and be like, what are you doing? But, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, you, I, I would think that even an atheist has to get up with hope. Okay, and not wanting to to kill themselves. Here's the thing, though, and I've said this before. Um, His eyes changed. All of their eyes, a lot of these guys, maybe I'm wrong, maybe with the exception of Jim Jones, because every time I see a picture of Jim Jones, he's got sunglasses on. But (laughs) these guys have have compelling eyes. I mean, Applewhite, he looked like he had a screwers. Yeah, you know, sure. and you start to wonder if he was touched. You know, my mom's friend, I don't know, my mom was like 75, right? So she had a friend from childhood. 
and they're still friends, but apparently at some point in their 20s, maybe, or something, the woman apparently saw a vision, and she became a nun. Yeah. And now she's not a nun anymore. But yeah. she could still see, like, literally, we'll be at, we'll be at a party. Like, we went to a party one day, and it wasn't a party trick. I wasn't expecting it. We are at a, my friend's house one day, and she just starts reading people. And I had people coming up to me going, did you know she could do that? And I'm like, do what? Yeah. And my mom was a little embarrassed, but she was she was reading people, like telling them, hey, that person's not right for you, or you've got trouble yeah. at home. And I had two people, I had three people actually come to me and go, she knew what was going on in my house. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. she was touched. I believe in that. You know, she, she was touched. Yeah, you know, it, it's like, there's something else going on, we can't quite see it. Um. That's the you thing. Know, like that's that's what's interesting about like, cause, cause, activity. You know, when you talk about poltergeist activity, UFOs, I haven't really seen that. But I know, probably two or three years ago, at least two years ago, um, you know, when Mike had the show and the show was kind of starting and everything, I was calling in because I was seeing stuff in the sky almost on a regular basis over where I live. Now, for the yeah. last two years, year and a half. I haven't seen nothing. And maybe it's because I'm not outside in the hot tub looking up as much. That's definitely. And maybe because the stress level in the life of my life has gone down because we had, we had a lot of deaths in the family the last couple of years. And uh, yeah. maybe it was searching. Maybe it was out of my heart, but looking up, I, hand, to, hand to God, whatever, I know what I saw. And yeah. it wasn't from around, you know, it wasn't from around here. Um, Phoenix Lights. I don't think I, had, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what the correlation with the Phoenix Lights and Heaven's Gate would be, but um, it's a scary thought to think. Yeah. It's a scary thought thought to think that we're all being, you know, all of our shows kind of lead to the same thing. It's a circular argument. Yesterday in the scrying, you know, the mirror, the scrying mirror, you know, it just seems like they are trying to get us cultified against each other. Yeah, it's like something yeah. is something is. Uh, like, Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, it's, 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 it does seem like something, that's, that's the synchromistic aspect to it. It seems like something is, whether human or, or non-human, is trying to change culture. So that's like the, kind of the connection between the Phoenix Lights and the Heaven's Gate. It's that what, like it, what it did to the zeitgeist. Phoenix Lights is the biggest sighting in, in, in recent history. And then this, this cult thing kind of, it was as a joke, like at the time, but like Saturday Night Live did, did sketches about it. I'm sure every late night show was talking about it. Like I knew what it was as as a little kid. I knew like the, these ideas, like per, like they were allowed to be to create our consciousness in different ways. Like, and then kind of all mishmashed together. And now, 25 years later, we're looking at the scene. We're kind of surveying the landscape, and we're like, oh wow, we're living in the world that they kind of designed for us, you know, and what what was going through Applewhite? I don't know. Like, was it? Because I believe in people having like special sight. I believe in like people seeing things and stuff. But also, it gets into murky territory with like MK Ultra stuff. It gets into murky territory with like the intelligence apparatus and like and psychedelics and like Manson. Manson had direct CIA connections. Like, who was funding Heaven's Gate? Where did that come from? Like, was it? Was there some type of? Uh, well- some type of other connection that, that that injected these ideas, you know? Yeah. 
you're, well, you're right. I was asking. I was like, who got the money for that? They didn't really. You know, I know in that show they mentioned uh, some people. You know, have lost. Just one rich guy with an inheritance. Yes. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, some some quote inheritance somebody had. You know, they didn't, whatever. Yeah, it was your inheritance and stuff like that. But you know, like I know in school, like in, in college, I was. You know, I, I had students tell me, "How can you be a fence rider for things?" And I'm like, "I'm not. I'm just playing devil's advocate." You know, yeah. I'm just looking at yeah. the evidence from. I'm trying to look at the evidence from all sides before I decide who I'm defending, who I'm jumping in with. But you know, how about how about what would have happened if he lived? I, I'm looking at the competition. Let's say, let's compare that religion to Scientology. Scientology. Yeah. You know, or even Joel Olstein. Joel Olstein. They made yeah. they made money. Maybe maybe Applewhite couldn't expand it anymore. We don't know what he was thinking. Maybe he could not expand it. Or did you seek out to be a death cult in the beginning? Nobody's really going to know. But I know that if I was starting my own religion, I think I would want it to thrive and not kill everybody that's with me. Yeah, but <laughs> again, the gentleman—you know—again, the gentleman had a mental illness. That they don't really say that I believe. At least he had a mental illness. They don't really say it yeah. in the show. I don't think he was ever diagnosed with it. And don't forget, his upbringings was were—you know—it was religious. His dad was um, very religious. And who's to say that's not a gene? Who's to say that that's not a like, <laughs> yeah. gene? Yeah, you know, like paranoia yeah. or, or anything else. But we're all being influenced. So whether it's, you know, look around you, look at, look at our laws. Our laws are influenced. Look at the argument of the nation. Okay. Um, I yeah. can say that being brought up a, a Catholic and an altar boy and going to a Catholic college has made me a recovering Catholic. But whatever yeah. goodness, you know, if you don't believe in God, you believe in good orderly direction, whatever goodness I might have, I think it was because of my parents and probably because of religion. But I think I'm yeah. old enough now. We're all old enough here listening that we're probably all old, old enough here to take the training wheels off. That's why we're calling here. That's why we're here every night talking. Yeah. Because the scary thing is but, if you yeah. talk to a neighbor down the block, they're gonna, they may not be blinded by Heaven's Gate, but they might be blinded by the right politics or the left politics or the identity politics or this, whatever's being shoved down your throat that day. And I guarantee yeah. you, we all know that psychiatrists, the government, everybody has, like you said, MK Ultra, all of those things. All of those things were monitored. They were probably monitored. And maybe they knew that that guy was going to kill himself and they let him do it. Maybe David Koresh, the government, knew what was going on and they went in there and they blew everything up, whether that was right or wrong. But the yeah. fact that they did that means that they were monitoring, monitoring, monitoring them, you know? So did they learn something from that? I'm sure they did. I'm sure that the government, which we know, could put any of those studies in cult or occult practices to work for the general population. Does that make sense? Exactly. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Well, go, that was another eerie aspect to it, too, is the, the, the I mean, in, in, on many levels, on like what we're living through kind of on a more everyday level with the kind of the dehuman the dehumanization of us like the having to wear all the same things like kind of hear the same way that they did in the cult is kind of happening to us on like a 
what you're saying about the identity politics, all that kind of stuff. But but also with the dissociation types, like again, I want to get into like the, the uh, spooky level, like the remo- like changing your identity is classic cult tactic. It's classic, but it also is a classic MK Ultra tactic to create disassociations in you to allow for some something to come through you. So it's Apple White created the conditions for exactly what an entity would want to to come through. So were his eyes big and buggy because like he said, like he was a little bit crazy or were they big and buggy because he actually was coming through like something was actually coming through him is that where like maybe the broken part of him is what caused the malfunction in the cult for them to like kill themselves but the ideas that like stuck in the zeitgeist and stuck with people to where people believe in them now is what was coming through from some type of higher being like whatever that thing was you know um, I know running great stuff, Joe. Thank you very much. Well, that's a great argument because you could maybe not say that it was a fact, but you know, you have people that well, what happens? They hit their head and they're going to mess. Well, where did that come from? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Or they they hit their head and they know you language. Well, where did that come from? You know, or there's just recently some kid that was born and uh, apparently. He was born again and reincarnated, and he remembers. There's just another recent case of that, like on TikTok or something. If it's been false or not, I don't know. But yeah. where did that come from? Great stuff, Joe. Have Great a good stuff, night. brother. Maybe I'll call after midnight. All right, man. We'll talk to you soon. Joe yeah. in Florida. Thank Appreciate you. Thank you, Joe. Call. Great stuff. Great stuff. We're talking, still talking about this. This UFO cultology, you tell me, is there something to this? Which came first, the chicken or the egg? And in this case, was it the UFO or was it the cult? 702-957-1037. at 702-957-1037. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. We're here with my good friend Derek, the Night Stalker. Don't go anywhere. More UFO cult talk, why things are changing the way they are, and some more synchronicities when we come back. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange. We're here tonight with my good friend, Derek in Massachusetts, the Night Stalker. And we're streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter. And we're broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. Tonight, we're taking your phone calls as we discuss this idea of UFO cults. How come they've changed? What about Heaven's Gate? What about the synchronicity of a 25-year anniversary of not just Heaven's Gate, 25-year anniversary within a week or 10 days of the Phoenix Lights? And then, of course, this summer, the 75-year anniversary of, you guessed it, Roswell, New Mexico, the original crash in UFO mythology. Do you think there's something to this? you think that uh, maybe not? Uh, ask the synchro mystic in you, and you may come to an answer. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And we'll put you on the show. It's as easy as that. And uh, still, we got a phone call to get to, but uh, let's get back to Derek in Massachusetts. What's up, brother? Are you there? Yo, yo. What's going on, brother? Doing the thing, man. Doing the thing. Talking about crazy stuff. So we got more uh, UFO cults to get to. This Heaven's Gate one, it's, it's got the weird synchronicity with the 25 years. And again, I, I never really put two and two together, but it's a compelling idea to me that in March of, uh, what was it, 2000... Um, 97. Uh, 97. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, my math. Don't ever do math on a live stream. Uh, so in 97 in March, so March 13th, we had the Phoenix Lights, and then March 
19th and 20th is when this Apple Apple White guy recorded his final sort of outro uh, for for this setup. So uh, it makes me wonder if, if uh, somehow maybe it wasn't connected, but maybe he saw that in the news and was like, yes, 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 this is it. This is here. And maybe he kicked him over the edge, you know, something like that. What do you think on that? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing about, I'm going to a little echo. Uh, that's the thing about, uh, it's gone. That's the thing about synchronicities is that like, we don't know what causes synchronicities. Like what's the mechanism behind synchronicities? Is it just that like, are we just observing natural patterns of reality or is it, is it a form of consciousness that's trying to like adjust reality? Like, so it seems, it's almost like something, whatever this like, trickster type hand is that's like whatever that thing is we talk about that's trying to like build technology through ideas whatever that thing is kind of just like lobbed in this ufo this ufo idea into the zeitgeist and manifested in the form of a massive the biggest sighting of all time and the most famous alien ufo cult mass suicide like that was that allowed for like even if it gets fun of that's like that's it was on TV. It was in people's minds, like in front of their faces, like for years, you know, until it became, until the fact that it was a joke didn't matter. Just the idea of an ascension or, or the idea of their other beliefs were just hit your subconscious. And then we have whole generations born into a world where that's just an idea that's ether. It's not that crazy. It's just like, it's something that could happen. And here we are where people are waiting to, to go to 5D, they're waiting for, for Nibiru to come back and something to happen. It's, it's all kinds of beliefs that, that's not that different from what having to eat or the, the railings or any kind of uh, cult beliefs, you know? Exactly. So, uh, as always, right, this is not the answer show. This is the question show. What are your thoughts on this? What is with the idea of UFO cults and how come they, they're changing over time? Again, we talked about UFOs have become UAPs. It's no longer objects. It's phenomenon. We've talked about this idea of summoning UFOs, CE5 through uh, yes. Stephen Greer. What, like, what's There's a lot changing in the idea of ufology, but is it a good thing? I guess is the question. Love to hear your thoughts. 702-957-1037. Let's go to, it looks like Raymond in Washington. Welcome, my friend. You're on Trouble Minds with Mike and Derek. Go right ahead. Hey, great. Thanks. Uh, so what I have is a kind of a mixed bag of um, uh, comments, sort of uh, uh, observations, and then some um, other various things in that graphic. First, I want to start with how <laughs> the purified perception, I feel, is what everybody thirsts for. Um, that's what's needed. Like, for instance, we walk around in our day-to-day life having those humdrum, mundane moments when in reality, we don't even really realize that we've never seen the back of our head with our own eyes, and we never will. We can't yeah. see our back with the, except if you have a mirror. Uh, or, or, but if you're having an OBE, an out-of-body experience, is, is that you floating above you in the hospital room? Well, yeah. Are you looking down on your back for the first time? Well, no, because those aren't your eyeballs. So kind of stuff like yeah. that. And something that as a, in childhood, people used to challenge me, like, describe a specific color. And then you're like, uh, <laughs> like a tomato. It's like, no, nah, you're cheating. <laughs> so I think when yeah. perception is purified, you receive a little more of an open window. So my, my next thing, um, the double slit experiment, for instance. Now, they say those are particles being flung through those, those slits and on, only on observation do they change course or behave differently. Now, those are particles. They didn't say, oh, these are nebulous, um, plasmatic spirits 
flying through the slot. No, they're actually <laughs> particles. And they're deciding to behave bizarrely upon observation. So I think when more of us have observed stuff, I think that's what's kind of molding the, this, this odd clay into this shape of the new yeah. ecology and stuff yeah. like that. Um, and, yeah, and then there's another little snippet here. I just want to dump it out so you guys can definitely have enough time to wrap up. Um, is, okay, when you, I look at the Heaven, Heaven's Gate stuff, there's like some weird dynamics if you look closely. Okay, they're in the laying position in beds, deceased, yeah. wearing Nikes. Okay, I don't really think it matters that they were Nikes. They could have just been in socks or Reeboks. And then they would have been the cult that died in socks or Reeboks. It doesn't really matter. I think that's a little um, Easter egg that's thrown in to say, are you purifying your reception or perception, or are you just thinking corporal? Or are you just thinking yeah. you, you don't need to worry that they were all just Nikes. They could have all just been socks. So, so back up and go, there's more than corporal, obviously, because the double sit experiment. And, and by the way, I think that, 99% of UFOs look to me to be a jumbo di- d- double slit experiment. If you think about it. Because oh, yeah. sometimes people could be sitting yeah. there and together with you and they don't see it. I know it's kind of like a little, you know, a uh, little uh, topsy turvy of the whole double slit point, but you know you what I mean. It's like some people, they're observant, but, you know. So, yeah, the jumbo double slit experiment versus don't focus on the Nikes, focus on something else. Purify that perception and you'll, you'll get somewhere with it. Yeah. You'll take it and run with it instead of looking at the corporal. I yeah. love it. I love yeah. it. I love the so way you look at the world here. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff, my friend. Raymond in Washington. What you got for him, Derek? Yep. Well, I mean, I got, oh, man. I mean, it makes me think of a, at first, like the, the Nikes could be like an Easter egg from whatever non-physical consciousness is kind of communicating through these people. You know, it's like, it's Nike is, it's, it's a, it's connection to, to old, mm-hmm. old, old God, ancient, ancient forms of consciousness, like the, mm-hmm. the nine that, People talk about yeah. things that these people are channeling to communicate with, claim to mm-hmm. be these gods, claim to be these old mm-hmm. pantheons of gods and stuff. So, is it a little wink to mm-hmm. like look at me, you know? And just the synchronicity yeah. of the of the, the, the just do it mm-hmm. of the logo of, of their motto, and mm-hmm. he called himself mm-hmm. Do, mm-hmm. spelled D O. Like, mm-hmm. this is weird. But you're right. I, yeah. And then, but as far as the double slit experiment stuff, mm-hmm. like, I've, I've been thinking of that a lot lately. And then the idea of like, what's the consciousness connection to the phenomena? And it's or to, to ancient gods mm-hmm. specifically, and to like weird are these what how much how much how literal are these gods are they was is there t- are there actually entities out there that claim to be Zeus that claim to be Thor that claim to be whatever and it's I, I believe it's mm-hmm. there's some type of like this is kind of going to get off on a little tangent but there's some type of like source energy some whatever this like bizarre acting mm-hmm. particles that come that come through like into reality and they or just like whatever the source energy is and they, they don't have the, kind of no shape or whatever or they're all kind of shapes and then not until they're observed by us do they take form so these gods mm-hmm. so it's like these this source energy is then filtered through many different cultures and these many different cultures then create their stories trying to explain this information that they just received and then these stories then mm-hmm. become the stories of the personifications of the gods and then the collective belief of those different cultures imbues these mm-hmm. archetypes with actual form. So it's like both, there might be like, there's some type of source and like, you know, so it's like, I believe that phenomena mm-hmm. is happening with whatever mm-hmm. is this trickster element in the phenomena, whatever is like mm-hmm. the, the idea that this phenomenon mm-hmm. is taking different shapes. I think that's a major part of it. It's like shifting our consciousness, maybe 
to take different shapes. Like it, mm-hmm. like it wants to manifest something through mm-hmm. our own minds. So it's throwing out ideas to change mm-hmm. the way our minds think. You know, sorry, that was a ramble. But what right. do you think? Go ahead. No, 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 no. I, I get it. It's, yeah, it's like it's like if, if the company Nike didn't produce their their goods, then they would never be able to wear them and 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 give an homage <laughs> to that, exactly. that that ancient de- exactly. uh, demigod. You're right. That's 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 an interesting. You know, uh, they did. They exist, and they it's like they took it and jumped on the bandwagon of that. But if Nike never made that, then you know. <laughs> It's just, exactly. it's just so exactly. bad. the facets are, are awesome. And, um, yeah, so, so the molding, I think, of ufology, like I said a little bit earlier, I think comes from all these different observers. Because ufology, yeah. and uh, cults, cults maybe change from just simply, you know, sitting around and, and, and looking at a wishy-washy dude with sunglasses and, and drinking the Kool-Aid has turned into more, you know, something more dynamic and stuff because of all the observation. And, you know, so it's like anything, uh, you know, um, um, yeah. uh, a tree falling in the woods and doesn't make a sound. Do, do we really care? No. <laughs> well, not really, but um, it's still to this day, maybe does and doesn't make the noise, but there's so much noise that has already been observed from cults that it's kind of hard not to see that it's been chiseled into a whole new monster. And it's just like, exactly. you know, it's like, well, um, taking a run with it. <laughs> I love it, Raymond. Hey, thank you very much. I never, I never anticipated we get to uh, particle wave duality tonight, but here we are. You're the best, bro. How come? Uh, let me ask you before I let okay. you go. Great call, great call. The great call for sure. Where did you find this yeah. show? How did you find this? Oh, oh yeah. Um, I uh, stumbled across the, the wonderful Fringe FM quite a while ago, and I've just been uh, kind of stuck glued ever since <laughs> so there you go nice, fantastic nice. fantastic you guys do a great job I, I, yeah, yeah, thanks, thanks for thank the, you thanks thank for you. the open minds and, and troubled minds thank you appreciate that oh, Raymond right, you're nice. welcome anytime uh, have a fantastic thank night you. thanks for listening thanks for the call there you go good stuff found us on Fringe FM uh, as, by the way we're, we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM and we're taking your phone calls still oh, talking yeah. about this UFO cultology uh, good stuff there we, we got to particle wave duality tonight which again is one of those things that it, it, it means probably a lot of things and I like that what Raymond said is that maybe it's not really a specific thing. It's sort of like a patchwork of perceptions from so many different yeah. people. And that's what we're looking at. And that's why it seems so ridiculous. We're all seeing something different, but it's the same thing, but it's also not because it's all based on perception and not just perception. Like Derek said, possibly maybe that whole idea of a trick, trickster spirit. And then per, you, you drop perception on top of that idea. And then we're all screwed because we yeah. have no idea what we're seeing at all. Do we? Yeah, exactly. And like, there's a there's a weird thing with the phenomena that these the sightings in the sky seem to be a technology that's like just outside our reach. So that whether that's an argument for some breakaway civilization that's 100 years, 200 years ahead of us making technology that's almost recognizable, but not quite. Or is it an argument for there needs to be some basis in our culture, something that the mind is using. So like the airship mysteries. They, they were visualized as like super high tech kind of sci-fi hot air balloon type things like um, inflatable type things, dirigibles. And that's because that was like, the, that was like the height of what they thought could fly in the sky. So it wasn't until they saw advanced jets that we got like advanced kind of spacecrafts like that. And now we're in like a, now we're living in an orb world and stuff. Just in the, we've talked about a million times, the idea that like the flying saucer, wasn't wasn't actually like what was seen originally it was just what the headline was but then it caused people to see flying saucers so is that what did that were i don't know it's a it's a weird thing like the consciousness shapes the phenomena and vice versa it's great call great stuff 
Yeah, definitely. Back back to the back to like I said when we started tonight, sort of that chicken the chicken and the egg, but it's uh what was first the the cult or the UFO, right? And exactly. uh, who, who, who spotted who first? <laughs> I guess that's the question. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, taking your phone calls tonight, we're here with the Night Stalker, Derek in Massachusetts, seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. That's seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven, and we'll put you on the show. So so let's get to uh so there's a whole bunch of these other cults. Let's save a, a bunch of this. For is the third uh, hour. right now? Or is she? Is, is Dale just listening, or is she is she waiting to come on? Is she on there? Let's see. Uh, da, da, da. Oh, oh, yep. Thank you. I didn't see that. I didn't see that. There we go. Daryl says, "I'm wait. Hey, hey, I'm waiting here." <laughs> Daryl, sorry, Daryl. Let's go to Daryl in New York because hey, I'm waiting here. Sorry, I didn't see you there. What's going on? How are you? Welcome to Trouble Mind Drone with Mike and Derek. Hi guys. Great topic. Great show. Um, this sorry, Daryl. Night stalkers. Doing awesome. Um. It's always something that bothered me about that cult. Um, it really bugged me. You know, they, they seem to have common sense. I think the reason they wore sneakers was because you want to be able to walk around, you know, in your new heaven. You know, wherever they were going, they wanted to be prepared. So they, they were practical by putting their sneakers on. I'm thinking, you know, you want to wear, like, shoes to be prepared. But then where was their other common sense, you know? And the other thing that bothered <laughs> me was... They were neutered. They, they, they. Who did this? Who, 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 who removed their, their, you know, their anatomy? You know, they found them. That they, they were missing their anatomy. Like, I know. I want to know this. Did Applewhite also remove this? And who did yeah. this? Did they have it a doctor? A, a trained professional? A, it was a nurse. It was like one, like one of the, um, one of the thirty-nine people was a nurse, and um, so they, were, so they. I'm not sure if they actually like, uh, to get too graphic, like cut anything off. But it was like definitely they snipped uh, they snipped the they snipped the tubes. Some, I don't want to get too graphic, but I'm not sure if they actually didn't have the the, the pieces anymore, or if they just like made it so. And some yeah, of them were chemi- chemically castrated, just like the same way that they might be doing it to us as a culture right now. And the same the idea that like all kind of population control type stuff, like the the birth rate going down, all, all kinds of things that they could be doing to us, like. Like the cultivation right. of of the mainstream, you know, but uh, oh. yeah, no, it's, that's that's a very weird aspect there for sure. I mean, they were all made so androgynous, you know. The, the women yeah. looked like the boys, you know. They couldn't tell the difference after a while. They just had no sex appeal and no sexuality at all. Um, yeah. Why did they have to remove their testicles? I mean, come on, you know, they didn't. I don't know. I don't think there was any hanky panky going on, but maybe Applewhite was the only one. I don't know. That's usually well, the case. Like when there's, there's a leader, he did it first. I think. Oh, I think it was. Him. I think it was him for like he he struggled with like uh, with sexual sexuality. I think his whole life, kind of. But like, yeah. I think he was kind of open with it. I, I don't think it was like a closet situation. I think it was just like whether it was men or women, he couldn't he couldn't make relationships work, kind of. So he just kind of yeah. gave up on love and kind of um, yeah. I don't know. It was it, it it made it so that the cult didn't turn into a sex cult, but it can't it just became the polar opposite. This anti sex cult where these people literally yeah. they told one story where. They like uh, one of them asked permission to hug another one, and he, yeah. they got permission. And he was like, "This is the first time I touched another person in like 15 years." And I'm like, yeah. "Jeez, Louise!" So even and, and like the the castration was until was until pretty close to the to the end. Um, but yeah. yeah, I can't I can't imagine that. Yeah. And I'm assuming that they got he got their money, you know. But like everybody has to surrender their income usually or whatever assets they have when they join these type of cults. They just get funded by their members but i guess i don't yeah. know if they're even employable at this point you know who's gonna hire them like, you know. that, that, 
they had to get jobs at some point. Like they ran, like yeah. they were, they were running off this inheritance. Like they were living in mansions. They were, they were, they were spent like yeah. one month in, uh, at this one mansion and moved to, moved to, moved to a, new, a new neighborhood in California or something and living right. in a different mansion or wherever they were. But they were living in like nice places and they were yeah. running, they were apparently off some person's inheritance. It was real vague, which as yeah. a conspiracy theorist makes me think it's uh maybe some, might be some conspiracies going on with where it's funded. But um, right. at some point they were struggling. Yeah. They were living above their means kind of. Huh? Exactly. And the, but the, they, they they had to get jobs. They had to uh, enter right. the workforce, and that was kind of like towards the end. And it made some of them like leave because it was the first time they saw the outside world, basically, in fifteen right. years, ten years. Like, and then they was like, "Oh, geez, I'm in a cult. I gotta bail out." Or, mm-hmm. "Oh, wow, this is this was like to like be around people like who aren't wearing all the same androgynous outfit. Like, I'm out of here." And right. maybe made, made Apple White realize I'm losing grip over this cult. It's right. where it's time to like pull the plug kind of like they always believed that they were going to ascend they always believed there was like an end date that, that there was like a time where they were going to have to they were going to leave everything behind so that was that was what the they had to cut off all their families they had to change their names they were basically shedding everything that their vehicle was attached to because that's not who they are that's kind of what they were sh- trying trying to shed and it wasn't until towards the end especially inspired by like the jonestown stuff that apple white kind of got into his head oh that this is how we'll do it we'll commit suicide this way or at one point, they would they thought it was going to be like a standoff with the police that they were going to be like suicide by police, basically. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was a lot of like delusions and mixed up thoughts, mixed up with I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> weird, weird saga for sure. I don't know. He must have fucked a really good game because that guy was so weird. I, I he did apparently. Him. Yeah. He must have taught yeah. the ultimate game on you know to, to convince these people to do all the dramatic things, including that. I mean, that's taking this to the worst extreme I've ever heard. You know, know. it's just, uh, anyway, that's all. I don't have anything else. I just wanted to mention it. Um, I don't know. Where's the science, you know? Where's Tony Fauci, you know? Where's the science? I I think he was still, uh, he was uh, handling the AIDS epidemic at the time. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's where he was. (laughs) I mean, I physics didn't make sense. How are they going to jump on that spaceship with their Nikes if it was going so fast? You know, was it going to slow down? I don't know. Was it a park? <laughs> I don't know. It made me think. There's a weird uh, feet thing. Like, it reminded me of it. Like when people get missing four and one, sometimes right. they have a weird phenomenon where like their their shoes are removed, or their like their entire bodies are, are dirty besides their shoes, or like they have their shoes like taken off and then put back on without their socks on but there's a weird like few right. feet aspect to getting abducted or getting picked up from this realm taken to another realm um which is i don't know i can't explain it but like it's like it exists and it's it's a weird thing to think about like i, I don't think there's a connection at all but tossing it out there yeah, yeah absolutely Daryl, it, it, it must be the shoes. Hey, I'm walking here. It must be the shoes. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, hey Daryl, Daryl, you're the best. Daryl here has a, a YouTube channel. Check it out. Links in the description. She sings in uh, not just uh, English, but also French. Uh, always a pleasure, Daryl. We'll catch you later. You're welcome to stay and listen right there, okay?
Okay, great show. Thanks a lot. Appreciate that very much. All right, so we got a few minutes left here. Now, this is the thing, right? Like, again, it's weird, some of these cults, how they develop. And then, again, we're talking about Heaven's Gate. We're going to get to some other stuff as we go. There's some other really bizarre UFO cults going on that uh, are not just maybe contemporary, that go back a ways. And you'll be surprised that, uh, speaking of like a UFO cult, well, what would you say? Ancient astronaut theorists say yes. (laughs) Something like that, right? But, uh, you know, I, I... that was a joke. That was a bad joke. But meaning that, uh, <laughs> meaning that, like, like you'll you'll be surprised. We're going to get to some of the rest of this. So we're out of time tonight. So, so real quick before we go, um, please, um, we're here with Derek the Night Stalker. Uh, please inspire him to do some more content. He's got some. Uh, as you you guys know, everybody's a, Der- a fan of Derek here, and he's got a YouTube channel. Please check it out. Links in the description. It's right there on top. Scroll down. It'll be there on YouTube. Of course, it'll be on the uh, also on the podcast feed. So please, uh, please give him a follow there. He's got a trailer of him actually stocking gr- groceries. At the grocery store, so I do check it out because that's what it is. It's S T O C K E R, the Night Stalker. But uh, you got like about forty-five seconds, my friend. Go right ahead if you want to. You want to wind this down? Yeah. So um, we're trying to uh, basically how the show came came to form is just I watched this Heaven's Gate thing from that thing with Joe talk, Joe was talking about from twenty twenty, and it made me come to the realization that like what was once bizarre seems to be more commonplace. And now the things we've been talking about recently on the show the last like six months to a year about all the weird phenomena in the background of the UFO stuff or just the, how the, the weird connections between different types of phenomena has all kind of merged together and it made me kind of think, where are we headed? And that's what I want to talk about. That's what do you think? Where are we headed? Have you summoned orbs? Like, please call in if you've done CE5. Please call in if you summoned orbs. Like, what is that like? Um, what's the ascension all about? Do you believe in that? Like, I want to hear about this stuff. Um, where are we where are we headed? You know, that's it, Mike. Thank you for having me. Uh, pleasure. Oh, pleasure is always mine. Real quick, just a few quick shout outs on the fringe chat over here. S Magician, what's up? We got Mike433. What's up? Uh, Paul Till Don, we got Catalina. What's going on, guys? Mother Goose is out there. Just want to say hi. We see you. We're uh, we're reading your chat and uh, just wanted to say thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. So as we finish, it goes a little something like this. You guys know the the deal. Uh, we go we go three hours, right? So if you're listening to us on the Fringe FM, stay tuned for Joe Roop lighting the void. If you're listening to us on any other pl- uh, platform, including the podcast, feed stay tuned for a third hour of troubled minds and we're going to keep talking about this we're going to keep doing our thing we're still here with derek and uh looking to hear from you Uh, but as we finish get off the radio time it goes a little something exactly like this if you want to help the show spread the word just let people know there's a conversation going on out there that's not about politics it's about interesting things it's about important things it's about sometimes not important things it's about dreaming it's about looking up instead of looking down spread the word we can beat the algorithms with old school word of mouth word of mouth and as we finish it goes exactly like this be sure be strong be true thank you for listening from our troubled minds to yours have a great night
right. What's up? Let's do it. We're, uh, this is uh, Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. We're here with uh, my good friend Derek in, in, in uh, <laughs> say New Hampshire. Derek in Massachusetts. <laughs> I was going to say New Hampshire. Where did that come from? Close. Der- Derek in Massachusetts. Yeah, somewhere over there on the East Coast. Hey, I'm walking here. Uh, so we're going to take a quick two-minute break, but we're still talking about this. We got more UFO cults to get to, including some wild shit you probably never heard of. And by the way, we're off the radio, so you can drop an F-bomb now or then if you like. And we're still taking your phone calls if you want to be part of the show. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And we'll put you on the phone. Looks like we got another phone call here that we'll take in just a moment. I see you there. Hang tight. Two-minute break. More trouble minds on the way. We're here with Derek the Night Stalker. Don't go anywhere. Here we go. Be right back. Two minutes. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange. We're here with my good friend, Derek the Night Stalker from not New Hampshire, but Massachusetts. And we're still talking about this idea of UFO cults. They've changed. They're changing quite a bit. And we can get to Stephen Greer tonight. Have you actually ever summoned a UFO through this CE5 experience? And again, right in the old days, it used to be UFOs, nuts and bolts, little green men from Alpha Centauri. Not anymore. We can now go out to wherever the hell we want to go out, download the app, wink, wink, which is hilarious. And it's not free, by the way. And you can download the app and summon UFOs, right? Uh, I've never tried it. And I wonder if anybody out there has tried it. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. But um, it, it seems strange that, that not only have the, the UFO itself, the idea changed of what it may be from, from again, you know, nuts and bolts, saucers, little green men to this idea of the phenomena, meaning that it's, it could be many things. Like we were talking about, great call from Raymond there that uh, was kind of describing as a, our perception seems to be like a dotted perception because we, we don't have a singular perception as people. And so we're sort of describing whatever this happens to be in so many different terms that maybe it is one thing. Maybe it is Cthulhu peeking through the ether at us. And we're just trying to like, uh, again, you know, it's like the, the what's that, uh, you know, the, the, you know the, the blind person or blindfolded people that are grabbing different parts of an elephant are describing, you know, one's exactly. got the trunk and it's a snake and one's got the leg and they say it's a tree. And, you know, like, who knows? It just depends on exactly what we're looking at here. And I don't know. So that's the, that's the thought tonight. And not just that, this idea that these UFO cults seem to be changing, evolving. So it's not just, let's say, with Heaven's gate uh where they you know were supposed to unfortunately commit suicide that was the horrific part of this but then also ascend through exactly this heaven's gate that was brought to them by a freaking ufo that's pretty weird stuff so we're going to get to all that and more and of course we're taking your phone calls if you want to be part of the show tonight 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 click the discord link at troubleminds.org we'll put you on the show let's go to derek and then uh, we'll go to a phone call Anything to add to that, my friend? Yeah, yeah. Um, as far as like the summoning thing, I've never done it. Like, I don't really have any like sightings myself, really. But it just—it's so bizarre to me when they mention in the documentary a few times that like they've never seen anything. They were all like, they believed that they were they they were willing to to end their life because they believed in this thing so much, but they've never seen anything. And then people can go out there, like you said, and, and buy an app and see things on the regular. What? What is that? So, like, what's that doing? Is that like, what kind of power does that have? How does that change people's mindsets? Is that like cultifying us as a mainstream? Is that the idea of 
bringing things in? Like, what are we inviting in? Because a lot of these processes of summoning, especially the ones who call themselves orb summoners, it's like very, very close to prayer. It's very close to like opening yourself up to have something like, I don't know, at least enter your consciousness, if not enter like you as a vessel. You know, it's it's a it's some creepy connotations to it, depending on how you want to look at it. But yeah, let's get to this call. Let's do it. All right, 702-957-1037. And uh, let's go to MJ in Virginia. What's up, my friend? Welcome to Troubled Minds. You're on with Mike and Derek. Go right ahead. Hey, over. Hey, um... UFO UAP. <clears throat> UFO has always been UFO. Uh, UAP was the media, and they basically are trying to steal the thunder from the UFO community, if you want to call it a community. But that's why they relabeled it, so there's a control factor there. Plus, UFOs are not a phenomena, because you're going to sit there and say that's a satellite. Satellites are not a phenomena. Flying planes not a phenomena. Unidentified flying objects are not phenomena. They're unidentifiable. You can't see them because they're too far away, so it's not a phenomenon. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's my opinion. But exactly. Exactly, though. And, that's, uh, that's, that's like part of it. It's like them, them, them making that distinction. Is that, is that because that's like they're, not, they're not trying to talk about flying objects? They're about to be like, maybe like the fact that we've only, there's only like one page out of like X amount of things that, that I don't know, was, was, was that story recently? But there was like one page, but they're waiting to get like 100 47 other pages of important information regarding like this this ASAP thing about the phenomena or whatever so maybe that's that's the point is it's not about these metal crafts it's about they figured something out with the weirdness that we're about to get a big disclosure not of crafts coming from outer space but a disclosure of uh reshaping of the paradigm of ufos that there's much more weird and bizarre and ethereal than we had thought about for the last 25 years or 75 years or whatever you want to think. But good point for sure about the control aspect. That's a, that's a huge part of it too, for sure. Well, it is. I mean, you can't relabel it and call it a phenomenon once we been on that long. If, if you, and they're the only thing they're going to reshape is the way you think about how you look at exactly. it. So they take a thought yeah. away from yeah. it or they control the thought. And that's what that's yeah. about. I mean, as soon as I heard that, I thought, I was like, well, you just took something away from me. What are you doing? And then I finally looked yeah. up UAP and said, oh, that's your, you know, unidentified aerial phenomenon. It's like, no, it's, you can identify it most of the time. So it's identifiable. There's very small portion that you can't identify. Okay. So when I hear that, I just, I get very, um, <clears throat> you know, it's just, it's just a culture thing or a cult thing like cultology. And that's part of what cultology is, is when you take a mass of people and control their minds and call it something. You know, when the UFO thing came along, a lot of people called it that. That was just what it was unidentifiable. This is now the media, or there's another group that said, oh, it's this. So I, to me, that's a cult. It's, it's a lower form of it, yeah. a lower uh, aspect of it, but it's still basically leading a bunch of people in one direction, but you're trying to con- take control of the narrative at that point. Bingo. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, here, I'm just chewing. <laughs> Don't mind me. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I can hear that. No, I can't hear it. That's, 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 why, that's why I muted. That's why I muted. No, okay, so uh? so no, that's why I muted so you couldn't hear me. <laughs> okay, let me ask you a question, MJ. So 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 I, I like the idea that. And I said this too. I said this back when uh, when this first happened when they started calling it UAP. I first noticed. I was like, 
No, they want to control the narrative, right? They want to, for a number yeah. of reasons, not just sort of change the um, the idea of what a UFO is. They want to have kind of rebranded. It's like a rebranding and t- taking that narrative by the horns, right? The bull by the horns, as they say. Right. But then, what about, so I, I, I'm with you there, and I agree with you 100%, that there's some sort of control mechanism being used by changing the terms. Second, though, yeah. what do you think about this idea of, these UFO cults and how come they're, those are also changing. Again, we talked about, you know, I'm not calling Stephen Greer and his followers a cult, but I'm saying that they're doing CE five, which is summoning UFOs. But in the old days, they didn't talk about that. And so in this case, we're talking about heaven's gate. They were actually waiting for a particular UFO, right? So if, if that was Mm -hmm. the case, shouldn't they have been able to just summon them and then hop on and take the ride? You know what I mean? So what's going on with that? It's definitely changing, isn't it? Um, it, the thing is, it's again controlling the cult narrative to make it blend into whatever you're changing it to. Because um, uh, the Heaven's Gate thing, um, to me, all that was was one guy that was very smart who wanted to be God, and he went for people that he could manipulate into the group. And of course, he kept them there. And then they, you know, he they had his babies and all this other thing going on. So they were there for, you know, they just kept them there. And, but he went for weak people or weak-minded people looking for something to believe in or to belong somewhere, and that's what he looked for. So he created it out of that. Very intelligent man. And then he, he, I think he started believing his narrative a little bit too much to the point where he couldn't, either couldn't get out of it or whatever was going on with him. And then the ultimate was just to kind of do this and move on. Who knows? At that point, at that point I think he's just crazy. Um, but well, that's a lot of what that was. And waiting for this UFO. Um, now, here's, I've, I've talked about this story before, but I did summon a craft. Okay? Me and a friend of mine summoned a craft, and it showed up, and it did exactly what I wanted to do, because my big question on my mind was, are you extraterrestrial? Are you out of, from another world? Are you extraterrestrial from another dimension? And, of course, um, this, you know, dot of light shows up. It did exactly what I wanted to do. And then, you know, it left <clears throat> and I got my answer. It's like, that was a, yes, it is because I called that in, um, to sit there and take an app off the phone and call it in. No. <laughs> How does that work though? How does it like, work. what is that? Is that a technology? Or are they just like, like how, how do they, how do they hear you or your call? Like, what's the mechanism at work? Like what? What's going on? Like, what's the connection? What like, how, do you, how do you do it? Yeah. Thought. Yeah. Your brain waves. Thought. See, the thing is, you have your body. Your body's the antenna. Your, your cell phone is not the antenna. Your body's the antenna. And that's what, what I use. We sat there and I just, we repeated the same thought over and over. And I looked at a certain area and, you know, the night was coming and everything started happening. And all of a sudden, I'm just staring at this one, what I thought was a star. And I realized the thing was getting closer and closer and closer. And it's right over the, the, over this uh, this ridge across from the town, just sitting there, and I, I you know, um, thing, and then I verbalized what I want you to do. It did it, and then you know, it uh, went through its changes and then took off, and yeah. it did exactly what I wanted. So at that wow. point, but it's it's a brain wave. It's your it's your it's your intuitive. It's your energy from your body, your frequency that gets attached to, not a cell phone. I don't know what that's about. I mean, I, I just, the cell phone <laughs> that kind of frequency. It's just a, you know. Yeah. But so are, they, are, they, are they like reading your minds? Like, so are they, are they always reading your thoughts or is like, is, are you the act of, the act of summoning, like you dialing the, the, 
ethereal cell phone to to call them up or something um like, how no, do they know you're thinking about them? no like are they always watching <laughs> you don't hang up from it after you get that attachment you don't hang up from it there's just a feeling of when it because i know when they're around out there i really know when they're around and when i go invest and i didn't do i didn't do any kind of investigations it was just personal research or just experiences really yeah and i don't know on my head sitting out at night the part of my head would start to burn and i'd look in that direction and i would see something and it would go floating by so okay and then a couple of seconds later another part of you know part of my head would start to burn a little dot i turn around and look back you know back towards where it was burning from and i'd see something else coming in so it was a um i think there's a mutual connection at that point when you make it uh, but there's a certain amount of meditation that goes into it opening up of consciousness and then just staying out of judgment i mean you really have to stay just super cool super neutral and just enjoy the view so i'd say it's part brainwave and part part psychic part intuitive part something but it's that's how you connect with them yeah so what so what the hell are they are they like are they like beings from space or like are are they are they different than are the biblical stories talking about these things from space or are they two are angels and these things separate things in your mind in your opinion um you mean like when I got when I experienced a lot of it, um, some of them are for far away, some of them for around here. It depends okay. on what you're looking at, but they're all over the place, really. Um, okay. And some of them are just like over the hill. <laughs> Seriously, some of them are just uh, over yeah, the hill, yeah. uh, and then they go into the earth. So, and yeah. another thing I, I think I came upon was um, when you go into the earth, there is a deep in the earth. There's several portals that leave from the earth outside to other areas that you can go into and then, you know, shoot out the other end or another portion of when they come out of the ocean, they're actually coming through portals through, you know, through the earth because the earth is, you know, porous that way. Yeah. And they take off to other dimensions that way. And wow, wow. the earth is a hub of all of this, yeah. just a hub. And we happen to live okay. on top of a conscious, you know, conscious being, which would be the planet. And we're attuned to it. We just, we just haven't gotten that far with it, but, um, it depends on where you want to do with it, how far they're coming from and how they're living. There's like a whole city going on. So, so like, what do you think about, like, the idea that um, as a culture, they're trying to, like, get us to summon something in? That, like, without, if you're not chill, like you were saying, if you're not, like, at the, in the right mindset, let's say you're going through something traumatic in your personal life, let's say, like, you have a lot of chaotic emotions, but then you're also trying to, like Demi Lovato or like Kesha, trying to summon something in, trying to bring something in. What if you, is it possible to bring in a darker entity? Is there, is there, is there a chance that as yeah. a culture, they're trying to get us to summon or bring in darker entities? Like, is that, am I talking crazy or is that possible, in your opinion? No, that's, that's quite possible. See, if, they, if they're just doing it and they don't know what they're connecting to, they're going to pull in anything. They're going, oh, I got yeah. an alien. No, you got the devil. <laughs> you know, and <laughs> yes, it, yeah. you have to be you have to be educated with what you do to understand the energies that you're calling in. You have to attach to them and understand if it's like a threatening energy, you don't want that. Um, yeah. If you and you and some people just aren't aware of energies, so when you deal in a lot of different energies, you can feel that little subtle, um, not so good. Eh, you know, it's the same thing we do with people every day. The people around you, and some people you're attracted to, you're drawn to, and some people you're not. And some people you just want to reflect them all, you know, go away, I don't want to talk to you. 
And it's the same <laughs> thing out there. It's the exact same thing, but the energies are more subtle because it's not embodied. You see, we don't yeah. see the embodiedness, so it's, it's different. We don't sense that. It's like electricity. We don't sense electricity, but electricity is around us all the time. It's in a court, yeah. it's in your house, it's out in the air somewhere. So, but we physically see someone, we can also read their body language and their eyes. That's another frequency or uh, vibration that you're reading in front of you. So you get a sense of that person right away. Uh, oh, something came back up. Can you hear me, Derek? Derek, are you there? Test one, two. Test, test. Test, test. Looks like things are coming back up. Test, test. We should still be streaming. Are you there? Can you hear me, Derek? Test one, two. Here I'm gonna... If you can hear us in the chat. There it is. There it is. I hear you guys. Can you hear okay. me? Okay. All right. Beautiful. I can hear you. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you guys. Uh, so uh, apparently my internet dropped. How about that? <laughs> yeah that's good stuff uh again Great call, MJ. yeah exactly fantastic call appreciate that it's right i have to dump you unceremoniously <laughs> yeah uh, get wrecked mj get wrecked <laughs> <laughs> we were getting too close maybe i don't know the yeah. uh whatever these things are they don't want like whatever's in the electricity they don't want us talking about it maybe, just kidding, but but maybe yeah, but also maybe. All right, so calling the phone line back. Yeah, I just uh, had an internet hiccup here. So uh, thanks again for the phone call, MJ. Appreciate that very much. Thanks for dumping you there. But hey, technology, what can you do? And live shows. You got to love live shows, right? Anything yeah. can happen. And here we are making anything happen. <laughs> making all good, all, all good. Yeah. Right on. Okay, so. Third uh, hour. Yeah, th exactly. Third hour. If you're going to drop any time, the third hour is the best time to drop it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, there we go. So if you guys are still out there listening, uh, show's buffering, uh, so they're going to catch up in a sec, I think. But okay, so uh, th thoughts on that, Derek? Uh, so it's a, the stream's like a one-minute delay, so they'll catch up and see us live in again in a sec. But but your take on what MJ was saying there, it's, it's interesting that he did say specifically that um, you could summon something else. You could be trying to get a UFO and get satan right <laughs> isn't that what he said yeah, get the exactly. or something yeah. right and that's a that's, that's a cool that's a cool idea or it's not cool so it's, it's a scary idea but i mean like it's it resonates with me it makes sense it makes sense to me that uh at the, we've talked so much about the idea of trauma and like what they're doing to us as far as like traumatizing us or just just beating us over the head with with negative images and negative propaganda and stuff and then at the same time getting us to do something and call something in that if you're traumatized, if you're not at the right mindset, what, what what you call in could be negative, you know, and that could be part of whatever whatever a negative agenda these people or and or beings might have for us. It's the they want the invitation, like the the metaphorical vampire of it needs to be invited in. So you manipulate us through whatever means, and you get us to invite something in, not knowing that the thing on the other side is a uh, wants to wants to. Uh, it's Cthulhu on the other side or something. You know? yeah, exactly. Whatever is peeking through, like I said earlier. Yeah, pretty wild stuff. Uh, so we're still talking about this, guys. If you want to be part of the show, uh, thanks again to MJ for the phone call. Uh, sorry about the internet dropping. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Now let's talk about this idea, too. Like, uh, What about Kesha? And what about, uh, what about Demi Lovato? Now, and what about this guy, the California guy that can summon UFOs? Now, these guys, like, there's people doing this, right? So this isn't just like... Um, you can say, well, whatever, whatever kind of BS you think is going on. Like, like MJ says he's done it. Uh, people in the chat have say, said they've done this, summoned UFOs. We got this guy in California, uh, what's his name here? Robert Bingham, uh, which actually Kelly's talked about. He says he, he says he actually went down there and to see it and saw this guy summon UFOs and he did it. He says he did it. 
So, I mean, yeah. if this is a thing and it's not just science fiction, like what the hell's going on, right? Like, like why, why, Ke- I mean, you know, not, not to pick on these young ladies, <laughs> they're, they're fine. Kesha and Demi Lovato, right? But I mean, we got Stephen Greer doing it. They're like sort of adherents of the Stephen Greer philosophy. What the hell's going on here? This is super oh, weird, man. right? It's just super weird. It, it, it can get pretty deep too. Like it's, uh, this idea of this little nine, I'll try to, uh, I'll try to, Get the get the little blurb of try to explain what what they really is. I keep I keep referencing it all the time, but um. So yeah, so they're getting Demi Lovato who has her her UFO show. Um, that's I think still on right now, but it's like very 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 current. And she's uh not really for my demographic, but she like for like the generations beneath me is a massive star. She's like she's a Disney kid. She's a musician. She's like she's very popular. So it's the idea of having like some type of uh. Britney Spears esque figure, some type of pop star for her generation, um, talking about summoning, you know, bring like latching on to this mainstreamification of UFOs. The idea of everyone wants to hop in and either get a paranormal show where they're chasing down ghosts or get a UFO show where they're chasing down UFOs and stuff. And then at the same time, connecting it to last night's show, she is like, uh, she is struggling with her like as far as like emotion emotion wise she's all she's very much popularizing the idea of like um having just dis- dissociations and she's she'd be one of these celebrity influencers in this mental health sphere that you're talking about the ones that would if people are creating are catching some type of social contagion or something like that that you're talking about last night she is like the person i think of like that's she's like the the main person i think of if she's not talking about ufos she's talking about that so those two things combined, summoning and disassociations, that's how you get possessed. That's how you get walk-ins. That's some scary stuff. And then to go like super weird with it, Stephen Greer is the one who taught her. Like Stephen Greer taught her this process. She taught Kesha. Like it's all the same circles. And Stephen Greer, these things that he's he's it's the serious stuff. Like Stephen Stephen Greer is, is tied into this like the idea of serious and these beings from being from serious. And this count, this council of nine that happened, like this, the uh, I'll find the thing, but this these the, the Duponts, like a, a general from the military, a bunch of uh, people from the from the intelligence establishment at the time, like a celebrity, celebrities, um, Puriark, one of the like a famous channeler and, and stuff like that, side with like Uri Geller and stuff. They got together in Maine in like 47, the same year, the Kenneth Arnold thing, the same year as Ross World, the 75th anniversary, and they did a seance to contact entities. And who they contacted was the, was the, something they called themselves the Council of Nine. And they pretended, or they claimed to be um, like Amot and these Egyptian gods, Osiris, Isis and stuff. But also like, they claimed to be from Sirius. So these, they, they're, they're from Sirius. So are these the same beings? Like, that's what I mean by like watching the zeitgeist, watching these ideas move. And then um, Roddenberry was in direct contact. I'm getting a little bit of echo or something. But uh, Roddenberry was in direct contact with um with, with the Council of Nine. Like he was familiarized. Like the uh, person who created like uh, Epsilon or whatever was 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 there, and so he was like in those those same circles. But also he like was with Puriark and doing these channelings and stuff. And he made like like. Star Trek D Space Nine and everything. There was nine nine original members of Next Generation and stuff, but also just idea of the the, the Galactic Federation, which is like um, in all these UFO cults and stuff. But that's like now 
to people in like the government, like that guy from the Israeli government talking about the the Galactic Federation out there. We're trying to get that's these just these ideas, these memes they get injected into the zeitgeist. They happen to be from entities being channeled through seances and stuff, which is just absolutely bizarre. And Star Trek, I've said it before, but like has really like helped to shape the UFO narrative. The idea that there is like an unlimited amount of space out there with unlimited populated worlds with different life and there's a galactic federation of all these like uh, it's that's just that entire idea when in reality what the aliens might be is something that's like ultra terrestrial something that's here more here than even we are maybe or something that's like on the outside of reality or interdimensional or what have you you know so that just goes to say that like these entities ipso facto through the transitive property are essentially the ones training celebrities to tell the masses, all these kids with posters of Demi Lovato and Kesha on their wall being like, oh no, like, I love aliens now, I'm a huge UFO fan, Like, let me try to summon these things. But I don't know, it's dangerous. Like, Not only that, it's the same thing with Tom DeLonge, isn't it? Blink-182. He, yeah. he's, he's the guy bringing in like this new UFO movement, whatever this happens to be. And I think, I'm not sure exactly if he's, because it, it's impossible to tell, right? Because they're always like flinging poo at each other in the UFO community. Yeah. So I don't know if Tom DeLonge is sort of a, a career adherent or not in summoning UFOs. I don't know if that's his thing. But, oh, but right? I mean, we can like... Uh, go ahead, go sorry. ahead. Well, but like, th- that's the thing about the the... Watching the tastemakers, watching these idea people, because they're all injecting the idea. So it's different with DeLong. DeLong wrote the book with uh, Peter Lavenda called uh, Secret Machines, where um, it's talking about how these these aliens and stuff are really the ancient gods, yada, yada, all the kind of mundane and stuff, but also the idea of like the, these darker gods, these more Lovecraftian-type gods, and also blood ritual, like things to contact these gods, including like an entire chapter on blood ritual, blood sacrifice whatever to meet these beings which is like way darker than the actual summoning which is probably why it hasn't got so much mainstream attention but that's in there and like whoa and then it's like the the other end it's kind of like the three different main pillars of the ufo mainstream kind of i mean there's a million pillars but there's the greer kind of pillar the greer sphere the delong sphere and kind of the corbell sphere and corbell is also doing it. They're the ones who call themselves the Orb Summoners. And while he hasn't talked about it as much publicly, his friends, like the ones who, who Nap has on coast all the time, the ones who call themselves the quote Orb Summoners, are Corbell's best friends from home. And they do it with him. And they're from Hollywood or whatever. I don't know what they actually I think. They're writers or something in Hollywood, but which is weird on its own. But Corbell's doing this. He is 100% doing this thing. And that's the thing of like, I'm, I've been waiting for him because I know he's into this stuff. Been waiting for him to just stop talking about just the nuts and bolts, and that's the thing about that Futurism article referencing this nap book and everything, which is going to be like, is this the moment? Is this when this guy who is now, to my amazement, the face of UFO mainstreamification, going to start talking about haunted aliens? Like, here we go, strap in, like. Yeah, and so and, and so that this is when it tips, right? So so the second he locks yep. in, sort of that uh, that that other faction of ufology, they they kind of jump foot, like like both feet in with uh, Stephen yep. Greer. And like, all right, let's everybody just start summoning UFOs. And I think you, you talk yep. in terms of like a, you know sort of mass rituals. We've talked about the um, you know the 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 uh, Super Bowl stuff like that with you know the Ryan Gable type yep. stuff. So so is it? 
I, I guess the craziest part would be if if you were trying to summon these entities somehow, some way, and maybe the more people you get doing it right. Again, we talked about the Nike swoosh and uh, maybe kind of the callback to to maybe the Greek mythology of whatever that might be. Meaning that um, you know yeah. there were gods then. Well, what are they now? Are they still gods? Are they demigods? Are they somewhere in between? Are they? Who the hell really knows what's going on here? Yeah. But but the question becomes: once it tips and you have so many people sort of doing this summoning ritual in well, let's say in in, in, in the same ritual, right? It's like it's like a it's got to give it more power, right? And maybe this is like, yeah. like you've been saying all along: it's like, hey, look, if we get enough people summoning UFOs, wink, wink, UFOs, we're just going to crack this MFR open, and Cthulhu is going <laughs> to exactly. Right? Like, like, yeah. you, so, so you sort of get enough consciousness, sort of, sort of pointed in the same direction. You're, you're gonna kind of just c- cut a hole in it, right? That's what it seems like. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. nutty stuff. I mean, that, 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 oh, sorry, is, is there somebody? Uh, we, yeah, online? we got a call to go to. Go ahead, go ahead, and uh, follow up on yeah, that. Yeah. And we'll, we'll go to the call here. Yeah. Um, I, uh, when I was uh, on Ryan's the other day, we were talking about all that kind of stuff with the, uh, like, all the, the ritualism of like the Super Bowl and the different like DC stuff and all the different things that are in the mainstream pop culture about these exactly what we're talking about like channeling the power like summoning these ancient gods summoning these powerful beings somehow channeling like their power somehow getting imbued with power from them this weird type of like uh reverence to these older gods bringing back these older gods which is like the anunnaki or all kinds of different like the the aliens are really our ancient gods type meme bringing them back getting power for them to like become gods yourself or whatever but with their with the what's in it for these ancient gods why are they giving us the power it's so that we can bust the doors open and let these things in whether accidentally or on purpose or or whatever you know so that's the idea of of the of where did it come from it's the same idea it's like psychics creators culture creators are the same ones building their technology built like creating the large hadron colliders creating these sci-fi ideas that inspire the visionaries that might accidentally on purpose open the doors to cthulhu you know but let's take the call sorry yeah all good all good uh 702-957-1037 click the discord link at troubleminds.org uh, apple apple are you there apple 890 you're on trouble minds with mike and derek test one two hello hello are you there Apple 890. You're up. All ears are on you. This is the first time. It's tricky. It, uh, yeah, yeah, it messed yeah. me up the first couple of times. Though. Yeah, yeah, no problem. No problem if you've never been on the uh, the Discord. Uh, mess yeah. around with it. Yeah. So uh, try muting and unmuting yourself. That might fix whatever's happening here. It yeah. seems like the problem is I think that um, it tries to, if you're on your mobile phone, it tries to actually... Um, um, like take take your microphone and if you don't give it permission at first uh, you get problems uh, are you there Apple it like, look, go ahead go ahead it like looks like it, it looks like it's kicking you out it like when you put us into the on air it looks like you're not in anything and it makes you like kind of go try to go into the call queue again and then some, you're in some ethereal zone where nobody can hear anybody like I can have it in me like it makes it seem like here like it, it asks you to like connect again and then you click connect again and you're not you're back in the call I don't know yeah, bunch it happened to me a bunch of times. Yeah, so from my bunch perspective, out, yeah. you guys bump in, and then I say, "Go ahead," and then it, you guys bump right back out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing I'm True. doing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. not working. I'll, I'll call. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. Let me uh, put the number there for you. There you go. Uh, there you go. There you are. Oops. 
So I'm gonna, I messed that up. Uh, let's delete that. <laughs> That's not what I meant. Uh, I, I'm uh, yeah, don't 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 uh, don't do math on a live stream and uh, don't type a phone number and paste it. Seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. We got Apple eight ninety here on uh, Discord with us, but uh, having tech issues, so we'll, we'll get her on the phone. Uh, so we're still talking about this. What's the idea here? I don't know. Uh, it seems like uh, again back to the UFO cults and you know, like back to the Heaven's Gate. If they could have just summoned a UFO to hop hop a ride right with the nikes and whatnot they would have done it and they couldn't it wasn't even a thought back then but so that's really the idea tonight is that that whole paradigm is changing and not that we have to sit around and wait for ufos to find us we can somehow through some sort of ritual uh meditate and bring them to us so it, it yeah. it's literally turned the entire thing on its head here and and again like uh, i i hate to like point out individuals and say you know cold 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 i could and i have my opinions too i just think it's you know less professional if i do that and a little more um kind of bushwhacking uh, just pissing people off to yeah. to get to get ratings you know so i so i think it's not necessary you guys can make I mean, up your own I mean, minds about who i'm not saying is running I'm, cults unless yeah, i'm not saying these guys are cults i'm not saying like that when I said these pillars of the UFO mainstream, I don't mean like the mainstream. I'm, I'm asking the question: like, do you notice a similarity between what would be considered the UFO mainstream and what the Heaven's Gate cult were doing, and what the Raelians were doing, and what Scientology is doing? What things that we conceive as perceive as cults were doing 25 years ago, and what we consider to be just the most popular or not considered to be just are the most popular people in the UFO communities. You know, I'm not saying they're cult leaders. I must like, I'm not, I, I, I'm not even saying I don't necessarily trust them. I'm just saying like, especially when we're dealing with ideas, like it might not, it might not be any, any lies at all from any person at all. It might just be whatever we're communicating with, not we, but whatever people are communicating with non-human is uh, doing some weird stuff, leading us astray, getting us to think somewhere. So in, injecting ideas into the influencers to influence, to, to do their job, you know, and get us to think things, especially if our consciousness is directly tied to the phenomena, you know. Um, what, if it's, what if it's not literal bust, like we mentioned it during the Lovecraft episode, but what if they're not actually literally trying to bust the doors open? They're just literally trying, trying to take shape using the things that build reality the human mind you know so yeah yeah did i hear the calling again got me yep uh, phone calls in so let's go to uh, i believe this is uh, sarah in north carolina is that right welcome to trouble minds are you there yeah i can hear you i hear you, you, you. is it sarah right <laughs> what's up sarah how are you yeah it's, it's apple yeah um so about the consciousness, I was it's odd that you even brought it up because I was watching something about it today. Um, there was a scientist who said that our consciousness doesn't really even do anything for us. Like the influences that we have or the um, like experiences that we have, our consciousness doesn't need it because we're actually having the experience. So he said it's like playing a video game. The player is or the little person in the game is doing the thing but you're experiencing it they're not experiencing it so it's like yeah. the, the consciousness is like they think that like something is channeling through us so using our consciousness to get something from us huh yeah what do you, what do you think that is like what do you think what are we dealing with here <laughs> 
stupid to think there's nothing out there greater than us. I mean, we are very small in a very large place. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it could be that something is using us to level, you know, using like our energy or anything to benefit them somehow. Yeah. I mean, there's too many, there's too many, it's the same story, but not the same story with aliens. I, I just yeah. think that I really was my fault. <laughs> I, was <laughs> I didn't even know I caught in, but um, but the content—that's what I think. That there's there these people that are channeling them in and using them for something. They're using our consciousness for something, so they're benefiting yeah. something from us. Exactly. And it almost seems like it's like. Gonna... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No. Go ahead. Like it's it, it's it's like what if uh like a media analogy to, to like to like the Stargate like something something from really far away trying to like beam instructions over to like build the other side of the Stargate like build the other side of the bridge for for something you know and it's just in this way a conversation tonight kind of it's like ideas using ideas to like get us to build uh build this like I don't know let let whatever this thing is and like use us like you're saying yeah go on sorry yeah because well yeah I mean you're thinking you. You know, we we think these thoughts and a lot of things into existence. You know, not there until somebody thinks it's there. Um, yeah. So I mean, if they can, if they can get get into our consciousness, you know, and we don't know what we're doing that that channels it in. But people are doing it all the time without even realizing. Like the thing at the Super Bowl, it's like what they're doing. But there's so many people watching it. There's so many people singing these songs and doing these dances and stuff. Who knows what you're pulling in? Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, it used to be. I think again, it stops trying to get here. <laughs> yeah. No. Like it, 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 it used to be like there was like like we would think to be like secret societies or like let's say like dark corners of like the entertainment industry or whatever that are indirect contact with entities and that they it used to be that yeah. they're injecting yeah. these themes these these whatever they get from these entities they're putting it into the. Super Bowl rituals, they're putting it into the movies to get us mm-hmm. to get these ideas out there. But now they're taking a step forward yeah. and getting these getting these culture creators, these influencers, to tell us, you guys summon them too. You contact them too. So now yeah. it's direct contact with every like with yeah. everybody, the whole population. And like what could that do to us? Like uh, hopefully nothing. Hopefully hopefully it's all in my head, but uh maybe not. I, could, I mean, it could be great. I mean it might might be some of that ascending into the fifth dimension and you know, but then it could be we let them in. That's just that's inhumanity. That's it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I'm not going to tell anything. <laughs> Yeah, you're getting just a little bit quiet there, Sarah. Just a little bit quiet. Can you get closer to the phone, pretty please, or turn it off speaker if you're on speaker? Hello. 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 Are you there? Hello. Hello. lost her. Yep. Yeah. So the, the weird thing is it's hard to tell if like if the Internet or the, if the calls dropping or if like, again, you know, if you're on speaker, sometimes like the it, it yeah. picks up with sort of an ambient noise behind. It's just the technology of the way it's supposed to work. Uh, so so it's impossible for me to tell. I'm trying to like 
troubleshoot yeah. from a uh, you know, thousand miles away no, know, so, yeah. so i guess but but yeah it looked like the, it looked like the phone was dropping if you want to give us a call back you know what to do 702-957-1037 we'll put you on the phone sometimes it's just a bad connection sometimes the internet just drops in the middle of the show yeah you know what, I mean? what can you do <laughs> what can you do all right so what about some of these other cults then derek we, we we uh we had a whole line of these that you sent over to me too what about the let's let's burn through some of these and get to that we're still taking your calls by the way 702-957-1037 what about this aetherius society you want to talk about that for a minute Okay, let me just uh, pull it up in the notes here. We got alien cults. All right, so we mentioned the uh, or the solar temple, which is more uh, satanic in nature here. Um, we got the uh, wait, where's the other one here? The um, Ethereum Society. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. We could start at the order the order the solar temple if you want to do that. Either way. Yes. Yeah. So, so, yeah uh, skip both both of those. Go right to the. Um, or to the the Raelians. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go to the Raelians. Let's go to the Raelians here. <laughs> let's do so, the Raelians. The dirt. Yeah, they're they're another weird one here. So this they they had a documentary on Vice um, last year, maybe two years ago. That I, I watched like the first half of it um, earlier today. And uh, so this guy's still walking. Around. This guy's still claiming to be a prophet for like he's he is Rael. Like he thinks like so he thinks he's like the Christ of Christianity or the Buddha of Buddhism. Like so. Essentially, this mythology is that, or this belief system is that um, he was abducted, taken up, and given information, and given uh, from, and like from these beings that created humanity, these like the uh, Elohim, and they um, basically like the made us in our image idea, the the, the plurality in the Bible, the that we create, uh, we created them in our image, like that's kind of what they're they're latching onto, and that's. The we is these alien these alien gods here that clone themselves so we look just like them and then um, they communicate they give information to these different ascended masters or these different advanced humans so like so Christ or so Buddha or or whoever and that Rael or Rael or whatever is the fourteenth version of that the fourteenth and last one before whatever their ascension version of whatever their their like the ascension is is in a, a lot of respects just the an alien version of the rapture. It's just you're about to get beamed up to a better place to to have to to heaven or the heavenly realms or just beyond the stars. Or but in 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 this case, this is much more scientific. They actually kind of they they it's it's almost like a Christian science tour to an extent, but just with UFOs instead, where they try to just they try to back everything up with science. Um, so it's. Uh, a lot of computer connotations. They have to during their baptism, quote, their quote unquote baptism. They have to. Um, I don't know how they do it, but they have to upload their DNA to this like supercomputer, this like alien supercomputer. Uh, I'm not sure if that's like some metaphor ritual they do, or if they have an actual computer that they think is in contact with with this alien computer. But the point of it is to have a, a digital a digital reincarnation. And this this cult was made at the same time as like the seventy seventy four seventy five the same time as uh, Heaven's Gate. So the same like in in that the zeitgeist at that moment was different spirit. Like it was very common to be in a cult. It was people were searching for spiritual stuff. People were searching for this connection. It was like coming off the the sixties and stuff. People people were into other ideas. And in the seventies, like the cult the cult kind of came together. And this this was just UFO was being overlaid on top of that. You know. Yeah, so I don't know. We're living in now a world where they're telling us to upload ourselves into the metaverse. They're trying to like they're trying to our, make our avatar as as important as our ourselves. They're trying to make us basically 
be rebirthed onto the internet. So another version of this cult, this cult, cult doctrine is these cult beliefs permeating into the mainstream, you know, like we are living in a, in a digital space. We are, we kind of have, like we're experiencing some type of death and rebirth of our physical form into this digital, digital space. If that, if they get their way, um, it's just, it's, it's, it's trippy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So many layers of it too. It's like, uh, so, so yeah. is it, is it like an ascension, like from, from like the soul perspective, is it like an ascension from like a digital perspective or is it none of the above, right? Like we find ourselves again, like yeah. I always say, don't look down, look up because like, like what, whatever's yeah. out there is like, it's not going to be here. It's going to be out there. So do look up, yeah. spend your time uh, considering these things because who knows? I wish I had these answers again. Like, I, and I always say this and I mean this answers are easy. You know, we can tell you what yeah, we think, exactly. but, uh, but, but like propagandists give you answers. That's what they do. Yeah. So we're, we're not trying sure, to, like, we, that's, yeah, that's, we're just, yeah. just having a conversation. You guys know, you guys know. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know what to think other than you're correct there, uh, that they're trying to sort of replicate our consciousness inside of that multiverse. Right. And yeah. we, we already know that, um, uh, you know, Facebook in, in particular, not just them, but the other technocratic institutions are, really just trying to read our mind before you know we, they want to have the thought before we make the thought like they know us on such an yeah. intimate level that they're thinking it before we think it and it, digitally and so clearly and obviously once you kind of get locked into the metaverse that's like the dream of something like facebook and meta now the new company meta because they, they they'll be able to know everything you do not just not not just again location data not just your posts who you interact with all the rest of this stuff they'll they'll know everything because they've literally digitized that um the consciousness they've digitized it yeah and so every minute exactly. you spend doing anything they're going to have data points on i mean i can't even imagine how big these databases are going to become based on just that like you know so not only are they tracking you outside of the metaverse now they're tracking you inside the metaverse how long you spend yeah. where do you go who you contact i mean my god sorry sorry you had something there go right ahead yeah. no no uh and to to go even like to keep it in the weird woo here there's like the deep maybe juice waters that we're in like the privacy might be the the least of our worries it might be that they're trying to just disconnect us to our physical body to our what what uh apple white would have called our vehicle you know and it's like we get into this trauma the dissociation thing i feel like i'm a broken record with it but it's the idea that just imagine a picture just our like the nightmare version of like the vr reality that all every conspiracy theorist has of just a person just com completely out of shape or just completely in tatters, just covered in covered in fast food and just their own filth as they're like plugged into the metaverse. They're, they're ignoring their physical body is not who they are anymore. It's like now they exist in the digital space. So when you leave your physical body, you're, you're not using it anymore. So something wants to hop in. So what if that's their goal? Same way if like the, these things, the, these things that want in, um, if they're not physical, they want to have something to walk around in. So, whether it's robots with transhuman type stuff, which isn't Star Trek, um, like the whole like the, the the data and all that kind of idea, or or do the orb summoning or UFO summoning and letting something into your body, the actual possessions or walk-ins or whatever, um, and, and channeling that is very mainstream right now amongst the UFO people, like especially the, the new age ones, letting something in to talk to you, and then also through this through the metaverse, like getting out of your getting out of your body letting like willingly which will allow something else to to take it up you're not using it you know so, yeah it's like it's like it's, oh, it's, oh you're bored 
I'll take over now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'll handle this. <laughs> and it, and, it, and it's, it creates these, just this, the creates this, the same K-Ultra type stuff, creating this dissociations, remove, like, changing, creating, like, your identity shifts from, from who you really are to, to something else, to your avatar, you know, and that allows the room for something else to, to come in. And, uh, that might be what, what we're looking at. Like when the, like that could be, if, if, if these, if the belief is that these aliens are, or somehow wrapped in with these ancient physical mythologies or ancient, ancient spiritual beliefs and stuff that in a lot of them, the hordes of demons or the hordes of something, the, the seals break, the portals open, these things come in and they, they, they hop into stuff. Like, so it's just, it's, that's the tracking the ideas through different cultures, different paradigms, the metaverse is the VR technological paradigm of it. The Heaven's Gate is the is a paradigm of their day with the we're gonna send leave our vehicle. But it's just it's just it's just I don't know. It was a uh, eerie to to watch it and to see all the connections, especially with what we've been talking about, you know, and especially with how how weird it's about to get. And it's like it's just yeah, I don't know. I never thought we'd have this conversation two years ago. So the fact that we are and people aren't like these guys are insane right now. They're actually like, yeah, it kind of makes a little bit of sense. Then it's like, that's a, that's, that's a change in and of itself. You know, so what are we going to be talking about 25 years from now on the 50th anniversary of, uh, of, of, of Heaven's Gate? Like, what's, the, what's our show going to be about then? Like, where's the UFO field going to be? Where are we going to be at? Like, I don't know. Yeah, we, we were kind of talking about. about this last night a little bit just on the chat. Uh, if you guys haven't joined the Discord, please do because you you miss a lot of behind the scenes action. We were uh, we were uh, hot and heavy and some crazy stuff last night, which led to this sort of this discussion. It was already planned to do this tonight, but uh, you know s- some of these ideas kind of come out of just uh, people getting together and talking. And uh, we were discussing this last night, and you know this. I want to point this out too, real quick before we before we wind this down. This Rayleighism, right? Rayleighism. These guys yeah. in particular. So, so Derek mentioned uh, sort of their uploading consciousness and things like this, but they also believe in this this idea of physical cloning, meaning that. Uh, so oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I, I think Jeez. it's uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention that. And so, so okay. So the thing is that if somehow, some way, they could upload consciousness, they believe through this Raelianism, Raelianism is what it's also known as, it's a new religious UFO movement, uh, that they have this human cloning mechanism, and they, they believe that immortality can be achieved through actual cloning. And so, of course, that would, that would mean that we would have to be able to upload our consciousness somehow. But exactly like, like Derek just said, that isn't that what the metaverse really kind of is it's it's a transference of who we are in the physical world to uh, to that exact or let's say bastardized replica of a digital version of ourselves because you could be a carrot right you you could be a full on be a carrot in the multiverse or a dog or right like yeah. a talking dog a talking carrot you can be whatever the hell you want to be and so it becomes like this version of us that's not really of ourselves it's different but also it's it's uh, again these, these data points are being collected and at some point you have to ask yourself if you have such a data collection mechanism that can do everything and read your mind before you perform an action or even have a thought then is that or is that not a direct replication of your consciousness from the beginning it seems like maybe maybe these two things are related now like we're kind of again like sort of smashing this stuff up into like this weird I don't know what you call it, UFO stew, but it, it yeah. seems like it's not UFOs anymore. It seems like this this has turned into 
all the stuff we always talk about on Troubled Minds, the transhumanism, all the rest of this stuff, sort of changing who we are. And again, sort of, and, and uh, I I've actually haven't, haven't ever got your take on this. So what do you think about this idea of really the war on humans? So it's like, it seems like we're the ones that sort of take the brunt and it's not, it's not Oprah and it's not George Soros and it's not Anthony Fauci. These, these are the people that are, you know, they're telling us like that, my opinion are the ones waging the war, but for the rest of us, right, we're useless eaters. We're like ruining the environment. You know, we're driving these cars that are bad, you know, all these things, you know? And so is, do you think that there is something to this idea that there's a war on people, people in general, not just people, but the consciousness of people, because they want us to be very much like the Matrix, right? Like on some sort of Thorazine drip and like uh, yeah, exactly. plug, plugged into some bullshit me- mechanical thing inside the metaverse. I mean, that's where we're yeah. headed, right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, as, as, as far as the blame is concerned, it's it allows them to get away with what they're doing. You know, if the, if if we're talking the Cthulhu aspect, they're trying to collapse the pillars of reality. And that what that looks like is a mass collection of rituals that shake the fabric of what we're living in and that manifests in giant crazy storms and typhoons and volcanoes erupting and all kinds of stuff. So you don't want to say like, yeah, they're breaking the game. You're gonna say, Oh, yeah, your your carbon footprint's too high and you're you're just it's it's you. It's not us. It's not yeah, that's a that's a crazy woo thing to talk about. But even still it even on a regular human level, it distracts for the fact that it's like it's them doing it, you know. But like as far as the war in humanity itself, like I've, I've been, I've been thinking about the trauma thing so much and the importance of that. It's just that's what they're doing. It's like they're just it's it's mass trauma. It's it's they at the same time period at this point we're talking about where these cults were formed. This is like this is right on the back of MK Ultra. This is right on the back of where they figured they. I mean, all these MK Ultra tactics are classic. Like in themselves, they're cult tactics, but they're also like they're like initiation rituals their secret society stuff from from eons ago but they cracked some type of formula with the mk ultra things and that's the type of that's kind of what they've in the same capacity of the cult all like the cultifying of the mainstream it's it's also could be construed as a massive mk ultra programming of the mainstream and in order to do that it's it's trauma and that's could be the, the war on humans and also but also like if you want to go to double slit again, or if you want to go to the importance of the human mind, then we're the ones creating reality. So if if the goal is to create some um, some reality where the elites have all the power, all the resources, some like 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 the like the time machine reality where you have like the Morlocks and the like the the ones who you got to have somebody who turned the gears and then some, somebody who benefits from the output of the machine. And it's so, but what if nothing actually happens without the receiver believing that it's happening? So what if you're getting hit and told over and over again that, that that's who you are, that you are just the gear turners until all of a sudden that's just the reality that you're living in the same way where you, you, one day you wake up and you realize that the, uh, that, that we're living in this, like we're talking about all night, this weird cult reality of, 25 years ago or this weird sci-fi reality of 75 years ago has now just become reality. This comic books have come to life. The superhero movies, the sci-fi movies have come to life. It's like, it's like, what if that's like, I think that's a massive aspect of it. It's they're manifesting the world that they want through the human mind. Um, in addition to just the trauma and what that comes, what comes of that mass, mass, mass possession, 
yeah, they, uh, just mind control one on one type stuff. Uh, there's a lot in the mix. It's 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 you know, it's too much. To, it's like there's many many interlocking things going on, and that's like part of it. It's the hitting us over the head with so much stimulus that you just you uh, can't handle it. You know, you disassociate, you check out, you remove yourself from from the overload. Uh, and the same thing, the same uh, result. You know. Oh. And and uh, and just a retreat into your safe safe space of the metaverse where you're a nice lovely kid. exactly so so exactly. interesting too we were talking about that last night uh, about that whole Instagram and you know young girls and suicides and you know the, the body image and all the rest of this stuff we talked about that in depth last night but it is it's another way to. Uh, sort of disassociate, like you said, like you were saying last night in the chat. Uh, once we yeah. once we have that personality di- disassociative personality disorder, that's exactly what they want because we're no longer yeah. this this flesh and blood. We're you know because we're because we're just uh, disgusting human beings. But we're you know the, the cute dog. You know we're we're the yeah. Clifford the Clifford the little red dog or the carrot or you know the little computer walking around and and you know it's like it, it's cute. It, it literally turns us into an avatar. And that avatar, again, exactly. in some ways, is not even, again, representative of what people are. Clearly, it can't be. In some that cases, show, um, yes. But, but go ahead, go ahead. That, that show, uh, Alter Ego, that like singing contest show that they had on Fox, um, like six months ago, whatever. The whole crux of it, like, like the, point of the, the point of the voice is it's American Idol if you aren't based on your physical appearance. If, like, if, you're, not, if you're not that great looking, you have a great voice. Look, we're going to judge you with our backs turned to you. And alter ego now is, it's, 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 I think like the, I don't know the exact catchphrase, the exact tagline for it, but it's, it's basically for people who aren't comfortable in their bodies, who are for, for people who are more comfortable as their online avatar than they are in their real bodies. So people perform in this like VR room thing. And it's like projected as some like alien or some like giant cat or some whatever singing the song instead. Like, and it's hosted by Grimes and and Will I Am and all these crazy sci-fi creepy people, you know. And that's just, it's 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 for and that's a, that's a real thing. It's people people people's real lives, their personality, their persona, who they really are, is no is they don't identify with with their physical body anymore who they really are is the person they are when they turn their phone on or when they when they turn the computer on or they, they log in and that's 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 ripped right out of the matrix i mean that's like i don't know it's a uh, it's, it's 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 creepy you know and um also but just with the entity because we're talking aliens and and, and demons and all kinds of weird stuff it's it's the ingredients you'd want to take back the the world you know to, to, to take a grip over the mortal world and or possess people it sounds so crazy for me to say that their goal might be mass possession because it's just like but that's just what it is and that's just like well i mean that's not what it is but that's just what it, what, what it looks like that's just like what's that's the recipe you know and it, it doesn't matter it doesn't it doesn't mean they're from hell and they work for satan it just means they're entities that they want bodies especially like if we get into electricity the weirdness behind like their entities only means of contact with us it seems to be through technology electricity like we mentioned we mentioned it before but like every time we invent a new form of electricity whether it's the radio or the telegraph or anything the computer it's it's what we do first is like we like use it to watch 
porn and that kind of stuff, and we use it to, to talk to aliens and or talk to entities, or contact, <laughs> contact like con- contact the dead. Yeah, and and like and as so, what if the metaverse is not only like creating this like we're not only losing the grips of over this world, but we're entering a world where they have dominion over. Where like we're if they exist in the in the electromagnetic spectrum, if they exist in the digital plane, then like um we're going to their home turf now. We're gonna become the visiting team. Or like what if that's just what if we're misconstruing what happened what, what the, tra- the trajectory of humanity is and it's like ESETI and stuff is out there looking for radio waves to, to, because they think we're like aliens would be using that but like humanity is already about to go past that technologically wise so like what if we go into like a super advanced metaverse and we just open up the right door and we find countless alien civilizations in the cloud already you know we, we, we make contact through the digital plane and like I don't know um the ones the things that I meet on the computer human or otherwise I'm not sure if they're very angelic beings you know I'm not saying they're demons but I like they're not always the best things you know the trolls might not always be just like shitty people that might be like something something weird out there NPC I don't know there's a a lot of rabbit holes we can go through tonight. Fun, yeah, fun show, Mike. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Great, great stuff as always. Like I said, uh, please, uh, please, uh, we're, we're going to wind this down. Uh, fantastic stuff as always. Derek here, good friend of mine, uh, the Night Stalker. Please give him give his uh, YouTube channel a follow. Uh, one day he's going to get to it and he's going to start making a maze maze balls <laughs> videos. Is going to be blowing our minds like he does every night here. And so uh, please give him a follow. Link link is in the description down below. Like I said, this this show happened because of him. He called in Saturday and was kind of bringing up this uh, this idea this idea of these UFO cults and he he like you said he watched that show and it just turns into this it becomes it, it literally becomes this entirely other conversation based on just as, as an inspiration and so that's the whole point so let's let's continue to inspire each other my my huge thanks to derek for being here tonight and give him a follow just literally it just takes you a second go down on it <laughs> scroll down links in the description uh, give him a follow on youtube so when he does start making content you absolutely won't miss it because let me tell you what you're not going to want to miss it so there we go there we go and, thank you uh, i yeah. appreciate it dude. thank you for giving me uh give, thank you for giving me an outlet i'm just uh i just talk shows and i just ramble on and it's uh sometimes uh it's just nice to be able to get these ideas out there without without people you're calling you crazy but i'm just i hope people uh i'm not like i'm not i'm afraid i'm gonna bust up the computer so i'm, just, I'm not really reading the chat i just hope everyone out there is uh enjoying it and not uh not not thinking we're too weird. Not thinking I'm rambling too much, but I've had a blast. Really fun night. Yeah, always a pleasure, my friend. Always a pleasure. So, uh, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up. And so, uh, do please please give Der- uh, Derek a follow. And uh, let's do it. Let's get the hell out of here. Let's get the hell out of here. And the chat loves you as always, man. The chat loves you. <laughs> Come on, now. thank you Come guys. On. I love you too. It's mutual. Come on, man. Come on. All right, let's do it. I'm gonna smash this button. We're gonna get the hell out of here. So it goes like this, right? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 7 p.m. Pacific. Uh, just come listen. Come hang out. Come come. Uh, you know, YouTube, Rockfin, uh, D Live, uh, Twitter. You can find us all over the damn place. Just uh, search Troubled Minds on the internet. Troubledminds.org is the official website. Phone numbers there. Discord's there. Join the Discord if you haven't. That's it's the easiest way to come meet me and all the rest of these great people. And I'm telling you, they're they're they seem great on the, the stream here on the on the, when they call in. They're even better when you become friends with them come come say hi these people are fantastic they're very opening and welcome uh, open and welcoming see what i did there but basically uh, <laughs> just just be cool if you if you 
you can be just cool cool and chill and like let's kick ideas off each other and not just kind of you know to just be a good person and expect that you know again you can be right but don't forget you can also be wrong and that's really what this is about it's about uh, kind of um, kicking sharing ideas sharing and just growing together and uh, we're going to keep doing it uh, you can't stop us you can only hope to contain us and uh, we get a baseball season I'm stoked about that and um, whatever else I don't know I don't know Derek I don't know if you got an outro for us or uh, you, you want to tell me uh, whatever you want to tell me yeah, I don't really got anything um, yeah I'm not coming from a place of uh, experience or anything I'm not trying to tell anybody what to believe I don't know what I believe that's what tonight's all about it's just what the hell is going on let's just try to get a handle on it and let's just mainly first and foremost let's have fun with it like the bad stuff happens when you, you take yourself too seriously and you end up in a cult you know so let's not let's just let's just have fun with it just drink the maybe juice and again thank you Mike you're uh you're doing you're doing uh the aliens work out here the lord's work out here uh Bring us, bring the, us all together. The Raelians. Doing the Raelians yeah, work. The Raelians work, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it, bro. Appreciate it. All right, so that's what's up. We'll be back tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Pacific. Like I said, you guys, if you're out there listening, again, uh, live or otherwise on the podcast feed, archive, wherever you find the show, uh, basically you're invited. You can be on this show. This is not about me. This is not about Derek. It's about us. Again, I'm me, you're, I'm me, you're you, together we're us. And it's, it's literally... Uh, you, you start to see, right? You start to see how amazing these conversations can get just by including everybody and getting amazing thoughts from amazing people. So if you, want, if you have an idea for a show, you want to co-host even for a little bit, a segment, uh, 30 minutes or something, don't worry, you got me. I've, uh, I can ramble on uh, with the best of them. So uh, you know, if you, you know, lose, lose track of your thought and need a minute, I can give you a minute. And that's, that's, I got your back. So you got my back. You want to be supportive of the show. I definitely got your back. So uh, TroubleMinds.org, click the Discord link, come say hi. You can reach me at TroubleMindsRadio at Gmail. And let's do it. Let's get out of here. I don't really have a fancy quote uh, for the outro, uh, but, uh, well, we'll just keep on punching. We'll just keep on doing our thing. And sorry about the internet dying, but, hey, it's a live no, show. No, no. Shit happens, right? The shit happens, man. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So that's it. I'm, that's Google- what- I'm, I'm Googling Apple White quotes right now. I'm seeing if I can find one. Okay. Uh, all right. Just- Vamp for 10 seconds. All right, cool. Uh, so so that's what's up. If you want to help the show, Rockfin, you can <laughs> sub up. Uh, Twitch, you can sub up. Uh, you can sub up on uh, uh, b- b- Patreon. Uh, listen to the podcast feed. That's the most... Uh, that's There you go. That's the easiest way. You don't have to spend a dime. You got There's one? no good quotes. They're all, they're all too scary. Let's just, uh, <laughs> let's just go with... Uh, scary let's just, they're, they're all too, way too scary. So let's just go with... Uh, Make maybe juice, not war, you know? Uh, there you go. Love you guys. Thank you very much. I'll take it. Fun make, night. make maybe juice, not war. Thanks again to Derek. Uh, thanks again to you guys for listening to making this a, a special thing. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow night. Be sure, be strong, be true. Thank you for listening. Ow. From our troubled minds to yours, ow, ow, ow. have a great night. And it's time to howl. Ow. <laughs> ow, ow, ow. Have a great one, guys. We'll see you, Thank you. tomorrow. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.